welcome to another episode of Spoil Radio. I'm Reese. I'm Dan. I'm Declan, and I'm throwing away the elder one. <laughs> oh, where are the ones, We're, by the way? They're, oh, they're upstairs. I don't, bring them, I don't bring them down from you anymore. <laughs> wow. <laughs> if I have it in front of the table, you're just like... Toys away. You're playing drums and shit with them. <laughs> I can't do it. So I was like, I bought these for the fun, and then all of a sudden, you're tip-tapping shit. <laughs> I can't. I can't have it. He's like a dad. Opening it up, uh, giving you a spoiler warning. Uh, this is the first one of the Potter series. I should have been doing this all the way through the start of it and everything. But uh, spoiler warning, we do spoil the films. In well, this, if you, if all you were to, start to listen end. to these podcasts Tenet style, you would get this first. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> yeah. it. Correct. Also, uh, don't forget to like and subscribe to Neon Radio YouTube channel for your spoiler-free censored review. You can watch these with your grandma, folks. Follow us on Instagram and at Neon Radio Reviews. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter by typing in Neon Radio. This week, we're doing Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Yeah! We have... Gotten to the end of the road, people. Yeah. And I, it is bittersweet. I am going to miss it. I'm going to I miss it too. Miss it. I, I think I'll have to wait a while till I watch him again. But And Dan is still Voldemort. He's looking at me like, I'm not going to miss it. I'm done with it. <laughs> Fuck these Dan's movies, like, man. Well done, Reese. <laughs> well done. Have you seen that edit on YouTube where someone's just extended that for like five minutes? Yeah, <laughs> and it's oh. just like... And they, it's just him going, well done, Draco, and hugging him for five minutes. And it keeps cutting to everyone's faces looking really uncomfortable. <laughs> I want to watch that. Fun but, fact, that was improvised and his reaction was also like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> so good. Look, man, I'm glad we're finishing this up because... To be honest, I was getting over it. Even though they're all fantastic movies. But I, the first two. I was... Well, writing them is what will get you over it. Yeah. This here... But even then, I, I've been enjoying doing these every week. So, yeah. yeah I've, um, I've, it's been one of the highlights of my week, to yeah. be what I, what I, what I want to know is... Did you guys think, before going into this, that I'd like them? I, I predicted that you'd yeah. turn around from the third one and yeah. that's exactly what happened. Yeah, it's true. That's pretty much what I thought as well. I thought that he will get to the end and be like, well, this is a... But let, at the very least, go, this is a lot better than I expected. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Declan, you start off with this one. Okay. Uh, did you enjoy this film? Yeah, this 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 movie is like how the, the perfect example of how to end a franchise like yeah. this. And I think what is really good about it, which I think a lot of other franchise movies struggle with, is doesn't present too many new questions that it has to answer within this film it yeah. really just yeah. goes you've i i don't it's just like you have to have seen all the other movies to get this one and i don't really give a shit if you haven't you, yeah that's your fault mm. and I, I i think that's good there's too much onus put on like oh you know but it doesn't stand alone as its own movie who cares it's a franchise of movies yeah they right. did watch, like, go watch them all you know they what did i mean four movies that stood alone i know that, but yeah. no but this one i'm saying this one no, it's good yeah. carry on which is great and i it, I was wondering to myself while watching it, did Endgame use this as a bit of a template for its... I wouldn't have been surprised, Ooh, actually. Because yeah, there's a little bit of things that happen where I was like, that's a bit similar, which is cool. But I think this movie, it's just huh. a perfect ending to such a... It's a, it's a perfect ending to a great franchise. Yeah. yeah. That's it basically is. how to sum up. And this it will is. jump up in my rankings at the end when we go Really? Yes. Ooh. Very cool. I think this one's really good. I think it's really, really good. Damn, man. I'll have to agree with Declan on that one because it's a good send-off to everything. Hmm. Like you guys have said, or pretty much all along, uh, the answer's at the end. The answer's at the end. 
And yeah, it was. There's a, there's a couple of questions, um, but we'll get to it, I suppose, when, As we, we when you walk along. through the scene. Yep. Yeah. So, um, do, oh, sorry, you go. But I was going to say the only thing that I would have liked was a final moment between Harry and McGonagall that we didn't get. I, was, I don't yeah, know if there's I, one in the book. I can't answer that right while. now. But yeah. yeah. Well, oh, Since I've read it, yeah. do you remember that? There's one thing that pissed me off. I don't know if you guys thought the same. And I spoke to other people and they said the same thing. Are you thinking it? Uh, no. When he freaking <laughs> destroys Voldemort. He goes back into the freaking Hogwarts and no one, he gets no fanfare, nothing. You got, what, eight movies? And nobody does it. And before he goes to fight Voldemort, fucking Ron doesn't even hug his best mate to no, send him off. I, yeah, I get that though because it's like, Ron knows what's going to happen. Yeah. And he's also like, it's uh, unspoken. But it's, but it's unspoken between them. They kind of just look at each other and they're just like, they're like, oh, yeah, he knows. Shit. I didn't feel it, man. I didn't feel that. That's fair enough. But that's I'm fair being, enough. I, I understand yeah. what you're saying, but I, yeah. I, I, and I've thought that myself before too. But this time watching it, I was like, I, I do kind of get it. Like that, that Ron, Ron is not, Ron is not an emotional dude. He's, his whole journey through these yeah. movies is like burying his true feelings for Until things. Yeah. explode. And he can't, he can't, Ron can't vocalize himself yeah, properly strange, ever. Strange character. So that, that's kind of like it's kind of like consistent with his character if you think yeah, about it. Like, it's weird. It's extremely off. It's, it's similar to a lot of males, just generally. Like it is a very and he's also just male lost his brother. He's just lost his brother yeah. too. Like he's had that devastating day. That's yeah. that's, a, that's the other thing. Them yeah. going into that the hall later and not being like fucking yeah, yeah Harry. There's th- also bodies everywhere. I, I thought, <laughs> see, actually, I thought about that, but still. He fucking killed Voldemort. No, but I find that, to be honest with you, I find that a realistic interpretation of what after a big battle would be like. Like, you just would want to sit down and just not do, just anything. Not do anything. That's true, but, but just like a... Even a hug from Hagrid or like a... Pro, like a Hagrid pro, did give him a hug. Nah, it was like, hey, Harry, and just kept walking off. Yeah, but they're exhausted. That's They've a, been that, up nah, all uh, night. Uh, best, let's face it, the best after battle moment ever is the Avengers having a fucking burger, all right? Yeah. In the restaurant after the in the after credits scene. Probably the greatest moment ever. Not too, but they I mean like Slughorn are just sitting quiet. down drinking tea, <laughs> drinking tea and everything, aren't they? In yeah, the they just fucking It's just it's just it's, uh, to be honest with you, it's probably more realistic to what would happen after a big battle. Yeah, I know, I, I agree. But I just I, I, I just thought eight movies up to this you're like I wanted. You wanted your. Wanted you wanted your more, moment yeah. of like. But that's also like it's still yeah. awesome. But it's also the point of Harry as a character. Like Harry is not. He's not. He's not a showman. He doesn't really want accolades for everything that yeah. he does. Like he snaps the elder yeah. one and throws it away because he doesn't want yeah. ultimate power. You know what I mean? This is. Yeah, he's I, a I normal. Got, he's a kid. He's a kid from the suburbs. I got one problem with. From I got. I got one problem that that kind of bugged me, but we'll get into it when we get to it. Yeah. Okay. But it, it was it's not even a problem. It's just like no, a it's, it's just, just like a oh well, that's a shame yeah. <laughs> moment. Not, yeah, not even a, a problem. A couple, I mean yeah. that's inevitably probably gonna but happen. But yeah, all everything was tied up and other than that. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. good. I really like this movie. Actually it it's weird because we're all saying it probably jumped up and it actually jumped up on my scale, my yeah. listing. So I do think that this feels so much though as a packaged film. Yeah. It is part one and two is one movie. Yeah. And I think that it's hard because I know we got to like separate them. But I, deep down, I really want to just say that they're one movie. Like deep, yeah. deep down. So yeah, I really I fucking 
I had lots of fun with this movie. Yeah. Like lots of fun. Even there were moments in it where it was well paced. It, it, the music soared in the right ways that, and the, things like the that. The score that comes in when the, she activates the stone warriors. Oh, oh so mean. That's, 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 that's that? unique for this movie. Yeah. That even, score is incredible. Even, yeah. even the opening where Harry Potter comes up, it's called Lily's Theme. Yeah. That theme fucking rips. <laughs> I like that folky style theme. Yeah. It's, it's just like uh, it's all up there for me. Yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. Hmm. We've got to give a shout out, though, to some fans of ours. There's a crew here called Further On Down the Road Podcast. They, get, they sent us a, a, a message saying that they're writing from Vermont and they're digging the Harry Potter series. And also, one of the crew wrote up a blog on Order of the Phoenix and Half-Blood Prince. They said uh, it helped gather their opinions and write about the, and revisiting the later films. Hmm. Um, so you can find their blog at uh, further on down the road blog dot uh, and go check them out. And thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, we, thanks so much for yeah, listening and for con- and contacting. And, and we're glad that you enjoy what and we listening say. Listening to my yeah. comments. <laughs> yeah, so we we really do enjoy getting messages from all of our our fans or listeners. Hmm. And please do so. Send us a message. We'll we'll put you on the podcast. So moving on, should we get straight into the story here? Yes, my yeah, friend. Yeah, jump in. All right. It opens on an island just off Hogwarts at Dumbledore's grave. Voldemort takes the Elder Wand and shoots lightning into the sky. Love how it just jumps straight into the same yes. thing yeah. as the ending. Yeah. Like there's it, it opens... Black screen, bam, straight to pull into that fucking mint. And I it, love that. Just letting you know the Elder Wand is important. For yes, yes. Warner Brothers logo appears. Why are you looking at me again? <laughs> it's healed a bit. It's intact again. It's got again. some luster I back. I thought about that. I yeah. said it's grey. It looks like the coffin. Mm. It's intact again. We pass through the clouds and see the Dementors surrounding Hogwarts. Snape stands looking out upon the Hogwarts courtyard as the students file in in perfect lines. Hands down, we're getting full-blown parallels with Nazis here. Like, yeah. like you, you're like, you can't, like, <laughs> nah. this isn't even so, so on the nose. They're, uh, like, they're like the Hitler youths. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he looks out in thought. Uh, the titles come through the clouds and the music sounds resoundingly very much like an old tune that would be sung in one of the many taverns in The Witcher 3. Yeah. That is what I thought, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the folkiness. You just reminded me. They're yeah. doing The Witcher 3 for next gen. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty uh, sick. Be good. Uh, we fade into the gravestone that's... <laughs> Handbrake. <laughs> <laughs> My mind just wandered. I know. Up. It's all good. <laughs> now, we fade into the gravestone that's been fashioned for Dobby that reads, Here lies Dobby, a free elf. Oh, Harry boy. looks on in the shard of mirror. In the distance, a little cottage is at the edge of the dunes. Hermione and Ron sit quietly at a table. Luna praises the cottage and Bill Weasley says that it was his aunt's place and now it houses the Order. Harry enters and sees... And says he needs to talk to Grip Hook. This fucking character is cool. Can mm. I just, just like, a, super cool. Just a look perspective before that. Yeah. I noticed that whole opening sequence, it's very black and white. Yeah. Yeah. Have you noticed? Yeah. And as it progresses, it gets a little bit more color. Yeah. 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 Upstairs, the trio enter Grip Hook's room. Recalling meeting Harry before, the, the goblin continues to on to ask where he got the sword. Harry says it's been complicated before asking why. Uh, Bellatrix thought the sword should be in her vault. Griphook says back, it's complicated. Mm. Uh, Harry explains the sword presented itself to them. Griphook says the sword in Bellatrix's vault is a very convincing fake goblins would only recognize. And Griphook says Snape 
put the the fake in the vault. He was the one who did it. Again, Snape, what's he up to? What's What's happening with this Snape fellow? (laughs) Uh, Harry explains he needs to get into one of Gringotts' vaults and Griphook says he'll help for the sword. The trio talk privately. Harry believes there may be a Horcrux in Bellatrix's vault. Ron asks how they're going to destroy it if Griphook has the sword. And Harry says he hasn't figured that out yet. He's like, I don't know. (laughs) He doesn't really know much, honestly. Like, For a guy who gets all the information... Doesn't really know much. No. Uh, the trio enters Ollivander's room. I fucking love this scene. This is one of my favorite scenes maybe in the whole movie, in opinion. Yeah, John Hurt. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. I like the idea of this guy sitting down going, t- tapping a wand and going, Phoenix Feather. <laughs> you know, doing all that stuff. I think hey, it's really cool. Man, he knows his craft. Yeah, yeah he does. Uh, Harry asks him to identify some wands to Fun see. Fun fact, actually, side note. Yeah. Um, John Hurt actually retired from acting for a little bit and worked as a wand maker in Italy. Like, that, was a, that was a tie into a Daniel Deadless God wow. fucking damn it. God damn it. That's, that's worse than your Darth Vader jo- calls. John Hurt Lewis. I don't even call Darth Vader. I call Barack Obama. Oh! <laughs> All righty. Ollivander identifies the first one as Bellatrix's and says uh, it's unyielding and it's one to be careful of. Bellatrix is one looking like Count Dooku's lightsaber. I know. Curving. <laughs> yeah, it does. Hey. You're right, eh? Um, the second one he says is Draco's, but since Harry won't want it from him, he feels as if it has changed allegiance. That's um, uh, yeah, that's interesting. That Harry. That's very interesting. Ones don't usually change allegiance much, do they? No. no. Yeah, it, it's all mm. uh, explained in the end. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to be a bit more subtle than that. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> Harry asks Ollivander about hey. the Deathly Hallows. <laughs> he says he doesn't really believe in old wives' tales, and Harry calls him out. That he told Voldemort the Elder Wand exists and that Dumbledore had it. Ollivander says he was tortured and he only told him rumors. Harry says that Voldemort found it. Ollivander says Voldemort is after him and if he has the Elder Wand, he doesn't stand a chance. Hermione holds up a strand of hair. Ron asks if she's sure it's hers and Hermione says it's positive. Hermione, having taken Polyjuice Potion... So, and did you know that in the last movie, she actually watches that hair float down? Yeah. Yeah. And she's laying on the ground. This yeah. is a nice bit of continuity between the two, mm. the two it's films. It's smart. There. Yeah. Hermione, having taken Polyjuice Potion with Bellatrix's hair, walks the sand dune. Harry Ron, uh, who's now sporting a fucking bang-up beard. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's... <laughs> He looks do better they, with the beard. Do they um, also? Do they just have a supply of Polyjuice potion? Because remember back in Chamber of Secrets, it took yeah, months was, to brew the potion. I don't know. Last time, maybe they found Mad Eye's body and they were like, "Grab that." Yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> maybe she had it in a bag. Actually, it's actually feasible well, that she had some ready to go because she was very prepared. Not only for that, the but they've also been running around for a couple months. Yeah, that's true. That's so they could have maybe been brewing it. Yeah. for a couple months. Yeah, could play take places, right? That's true. Why not? Yeah. Grip hook puts the sword into Hermione's extension satchel. Mm. I don't know what it's called. I just put extension. She says it's it's her bag with an undetectable extension charm. That's yeah. what she there, you go. there you go. <laughs> they all hold hands, and Grip hook apparates them to an alley just of gringotts. Mint are seen here yeah. uh, in the alley. Hermione, as <laughs> Bellatrix, so is yeah. noticed by another Death Eater. He greets her, and she says, <laughs> "Good morning." Yeah. And how good is Helena Bottom Carter at being Emma Watson? Yeah, well, man. fun fact about that: Emma Watson actually did the scene oh really and then Helena, uh, Helena Bonham Carter uh, actually copied. just literally copied Emma Watson that's cool yeah, yeah. so if you think about it Helena Bob Carter was playing Hermione yeah playing, playing Bellatrix Helena Bonham Carter yeah. oh, no, it's cool. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, that's cool yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So it was a uh, it's fucking confusing. But in the like for them it would have been easy. Like in that sense, Griphook scolds her for being so nice, and she agrees with him. Harry and Griphook get under the invisibility cloak. Mm. In Gringotts Bank, Ron and Hermione walk to the front desk. Hermione, not u- used to Bellatrix's heels, walks like she's a crack whore that's just taken a third hit for the day <laughs> and is super paranoid. <laughs> Harry and Griphook follows them behind under the co- cloak. Approaching the front desk, Hermione says she wishes to enter the vault, putting on her most demanding voice, which, let's face it, is fucking weak source for the situation. Any of us could do better. We could. Like, I mean, like, you see it and she's like, what? Hermione, Phil, yeah, Hermione, she's too nice. Like, yeah, come on, mate. Like, come on. Without looking, the goblin asks for identification and she says it's not necessary. Uh, the goblin notices it's Bellatrix and nearly shits himself. The guards start to walk closer. Griphook says they all know that she's a fake. Yep. The bank manager, Bogrod, that's his name, yeah. Bogrod. B-O-G-R-O-D. Yes. Bogrod. <laughs> Interesting name. <laughs> Trust you to pick up on that because it's all that shit. It all, well, okay. How's your Bogrod this morning? It was great, man. <laughs> Bang, I weighed myself before and after. I lost about 200, 200 grams. Uh, Bogrod appears and asks to inspect her wand. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> she says she will not. He insists, and as he does, Harry sneaks beside him and casts an Imperium. Imperiumen. That's what they say, Imperiumen. An, an unforgivable curse. An unforgivable curse. The third time Harry's cast an unforgivable curse. Mm-hmm. He has actually shot an Avada Kedavra before. We did not see it. He shot it in the scene where he was trying to destroy the locket. Oh, it's really? a deleted scene. Uh. Yeah. And he, um, and he used Crucio on, on yeah. Bellatrix. Bellatrix. Yeah. Bellatrix. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Can I say Bellatrix again? No, nah. I'm just teasing. Uh. I'm being very mindful of that just to let you know. It's it's not easy. You're Italian. You should, Bella should just roll off your tongue. Yeah, Bellatrix though. I don't know. I do have a lot of Americanisms. Beautiful tricks. So he casts the Imperium. Imperiumen. That's what he says in it. Which... Him, which Run. makes him do whatever he wants. Hermione asks to inspect her vault again, and Bogrod says to follow him. They take a cart down in what would be the wildest fucking roller coaster ever. How stupid! It's, it's cool first, though. It's in, it's in the first movie, the yeah. But this go, yeah. this one goes way harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like this a, one's gone and through a waterfall. They pass a waterfall, and Harry asks, "What is that?" In the most confusing scene I've ever seen in any any Harry Potter movie ever it's so far. The charm, wasn't it? And it's like, yeah, yeah it removes any yeah, fake things. Yeah, but there's this moment where he looks down. They have a shot where they look down and they see that there's a ledge. Yeah. And he goes, what's that? But they're also passing the waterfall. It, anyway, for the moment, I was very confused. It was oh. a very quick, like, I was like, what the fuck oh, is going oh, on? I didn't. Every time I see those, I those rides, I just think of Temple of Doom every time. That's fair enough. Griphook stops the cart and the sirens extend from the front socket. They also, Hermione's apologies look is gone. It's gone. And Ron's beard's gone, which was that beard a charm? Yeah. yeah. It just looks like a fake beard, but his yeah. beard's gone. Yeah. I don't, maybe, I don't know. Like, it fell off during the ride. Well, it did look like it was at the very least tinted. It was like a brown beard. Yeah, he had different hair. So they must have done a spell on him. Yeah. (laughs) It's just just funny. Yeah, it's a weird choice. (laughs) Um, The group are ejected from the cart. They fall a distance and Hermione uses an arresto momentum, stopping them just before the ground. Hermione looks normal again and Harry asks what happened. He says the waterfall is the thief's downfall. It washes away all enchantments. Bogrod's back to normal, asks where he is and Ron enchants him again. In the distance, a creature growls. So good. How good's a dragon? 
Oh, oh God. I, oh, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, well, I'm not there yet. It never happened. <laughs> they enter a room and an old Ukrainian iron belly dragon lays chained. That's all. It looks very bleached from those sunlight yeah, yeah. grip hook picks up an instrument instrumental bell maraca and begins to use it explaining it's been trained to feel pain when it hears a noise it's that's totally fucked up yeah it's just it's like yeah the this is the mistreatment of this dragon i'm feeling it already yeah but like, it gets a payback <laughs> what do you expect for bellatrix's vault though you know and that's yeah. a strange vault before we continue yes there's something coming up here that's going to happen did you predict it? I've seen the movies. Oh, before you saw the movie, because this is the first time. I read time. the book. Oh, damn it. See, that's not going to work for you. I knew this guy was going to be a crook, and I kept going. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh. they do tell... Do yeah, well, say goblins, the very you can never trust goblins. goblins. can't be trusted, yeah. yeah. Like the, the first, first movie. Yeah, Hagrid now, says it, yeah. Hermione exclaims it's barbaric. The poor blind dragon coddles back as they move around it. Is it blind? It's blind. Yeah, the eyes are like pale. Paled over. Yeah, yeah. right, okay. Using Bogrod's hand... They open Bellatrix's safe. The door closes behind them. Her vault is littered with gold. This chick is loaded. So good. She's fucking loaded. Imagine having Smut. that. The Lestrange gold. family are a rich family. Part of the, Very rich. Part and, of the black family tree. And yep. I'll give you a full rundown of a lot of the blacks. Because even Potter himself, Harry Potter himself, Ron comes from the blacks yeah oh, really yeah. All, nearly all of them come from the blacks it's, it's, it's sort very of incestuous. the magic world is still very <laughs> yeah. um, it's like very works in just that money gets passed down and that's where wealth comes from and it doesn't it's almost doesn't matter how hard you work like it's just yeah. wealth wealth is just passed down through generations kind of thing it seems like most of the people going to hogwarts have got some dollar dollar signs in their eyes yeah, yeah and it's like it's pretty it's rich still school. like or like a monocratic society yeah yeah well even the weasleys as much as they are not well off they're not doing bad either. no and they're also they're also a pure blood family yeah so mm. they're looked upon mm. pretty well anyway the chick's loaded and that's no wonder why she's rocking goth gear the shit's expensive okay i'm just saying it's true well have you um, looked into that have you no you just know you, you've seen you've seen that type of gear how expensive shit like that is i don't know bullshit <laughs> she could um <laughs> she could just make it surely she could spend a bit of money on her teeth then i know wow. Just, a dentist? Go to Hermione's parents. Yeah. Why can't you put a charm on, <laughs> charm on your teeth? Yeah, I'm sure she could. Just get Ben Affleck to do it. She must, uh, like, the, she must <laughs> like the look. <laughs> get ben, uh, converse with Michael Bay. Yeah. <laughs> they use Lumos to light their way and Hermione tries the Accio, the Horcrux. It doesn't work and Griphook says that the type of magic doesn't work in the vault. Worth a shot though. He kind yeah. of chastled it. I'm like, yeah, you may as well try it. Yeah, yeah. have a crack. Why not? Ron asks Harry if he can feel it. Harry hears it talking to him in parcel tongue and in the distance spots a trophy? It's Helga Hufflepuff's cup. Yeah, is it just a cup? Yeah. yeah. It looks like a trophy. It's a chalice. It's a chalice. Cup. Yeah. A cup. Yeah, a trophy. It's called, her, it's called her cup, though. Okay. Officially. Uh, Hermione bumps a treasure and it starts multiplying. How sick is that? It's that? very cool. Yeah. That's the front cover of the book, too. Yeah. Yeah. Ron does the same and Griphook says that there's a Gemino curse and everything they touch will multiply. Mm. Honestly, we could if, use a bit of... What if you did a shit in there? Would it multiply? That was what if I was that thinking. Gemino. That's something racist to say. Fuck. That's why I said it. I was trying to just get bog rod in keep it consistent. What if the shit's consistency was liquidy? It'd be like liquidy shit multiplying. It'd be like this. 
Jesus. Yummy. Honestly, we could use, all use a bit of this Gemini stuff on some Benjis, you dig? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Come on, guys. Come on. You know what I mean? Harry asks... <laughs> bad dad jokes. Harry asks for the sword and Hermione throws it. He climbs the multiplying treasure for the trophy and reaches out for its handle with the sword. Hermione tells the others to stop moving and the treasure stops multiplying. Harry bursts from the treasure and the cup flies into Griphook's hand. He tells Harry the cup for the sword. Harry gives him the sword and throws the cup to Hermione before exclaiming he would get them into the vault but not out. Griphook, Such a weird it, thing too because I just don't even see the point of him doing that. I don't know either, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he just wanted to kill him. I guess. Yeah. Griphook opens the vault door and moves past the dragon. The others lagging behind. Griphook leaves Bogrod behind and he just stands there still under the enchantment and becomes like barbecue goblin. This is yeah. the most brutal death in the Harry Potter series. 100%. Like, by, by, it's insane. Bogrod is legit just he doing his roasted. job. And he gets him, the Imperius on him and just gets It reminded barbecue. me of um, the eunuch in, uh, in uh, Game of Thrones. What's his name? He got fried at the end. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of dragon frying deaths in Game of Thrones yeah. that this reminded me of. Like, oh shit. But they don't seem as like violent as this one because this whole series doesn't have anything. I know it just, that stand, it just yeah. really stands out. I was like, <laughs> Actually this movie has a lot of it's more deaths, violent but things. The way it gets away with it is like the Avada Kedavra curse is just it just it makes them people. lifeless and there's yeah. no blood involved or anything like yeah. that, you know? So yeah. mm. Um Bank security shows up and they start swift firing at the trio. Hermione shoots Reducto to destroy the handrail. She take a, takes a run up and jumps on the back of the dragon. The other two follow suit as she shoots off the shackles of the dragon. So cool when she's like, I have a plan, but it's mad. Yeah, it's fucking cool. She's the action hero in this movie too. She's just like on top of everything. She's yeah. Cool. It climbs the stone cave, wrecking the roller coaster tracks and sending everyone into hands down the worst fear whilst riding any type of roller coaster ever seeing a fucking track broken like that is the first thing that you think like yeah. that would scare the shit out of you and also uh, i want to just put it out there the superman escape at warner brothers is fucking jam everyone should go and check it out yeah, the roller coaster. that's good it's the best ride be, ever. just literally be prepared to line up for like half an hour for, for a two like, minute ride yeah not even the, yeah, the moment I, I skipped it for that reason it's, it's good though it's, worth, it's fun nah, it's, it's the so best, fucking quick it's the it best roller so coaster fast. I've ever been on in my life oh wait up, wait up it's a think. massive track but it's just really fast oh that's the one that spins around uh, no, it, it, does, just, it literally no, it, it loops the whole park no it just does like a lap of the park pretty much my corkscrew the Batman, the Arkham one is the one that I think the, the Arkham, Arkham one is one, a the repurposed new one. lethal weapon. Yeah, but there's stuff. a new one now, okay. which is the, the Justice one? League one, and it's fucking even just as cool as. Is it the same which one, is the one as the where Arkham your legs one? Are hanging off. That's the lethal weapon that's the been Arkham, turned into the, the Arkham. Arkham. Oh, because I didn't need to break my neck on that. Yeah, it's very like it hits your head, neck, no, no, left was, and right, like. Dun, 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 dun. I had my head down, my chin was touching my chest, right? Why would you do that? And the G, it just fell that way, and then the G's, I just couldn't. I did the neck strength to pull it back up. Freaking cane, man. You're supposed to put your head back. They yeah. tell you that in every ride, yeah. Dan. I don't know what happened. Oh, no. I don't think I'm... Oh, no. <laughs> I think I might have my glasses on and I was trying to keep them on. I can't remember. Oh, why would you take off. them off? Yeah. Because I can't see, man. I'm blind as. Fair enough. We should go to Movie World when everything opens back up and do a podcast there live. Just live podcast. 
Uh, just like it on the rise. Anyway, I just wanted a quick drop in there. This, the moment where you're on the roller coaster and he goes, "Don't worry, I'll get you out of here." This is Superman saying yeah, it, yeah, yeah. and he goes, "Cluck, cluck." You hear it locked down. Yeah, he goes yeah. fast and then shoots you out. Fucking mint. All right, let's continue <laughs> on. The dragon trio burst through the Gringotts bank floor and glass roof. This is a cool moment. It takes a moment to take a few breaths for the first time in maybe forever. Of fresh air. Which breaks my goddamn heart. That's, yeah, that's a really, it's a really nice little moment. It's mm. so cool. It goes, <sighs> it's so yeah. fucking cool, man. Yeah. It's, oh no, it's like really, really awesome to watch. <laughs> Did you go, eh? Uh, yeah. Well, well, I thought it was nice. It was pretty cool. It was a good little detail. Yeah, it's yeah. up. Uh, it's a, it's definitely a nod to the CGI artists. Like it's much better than that, that idea. Yeah, some. Yeah. The, the dragon in Goblet of Fire was good too. They've they've nailed the dragons. Well, that's what yeah, I was it looks just really realistic. Uh, Hermione shoots a reductor at its tail to get it moving again. In a hurry, they fly atop the dragon across the London sky before reaching a lake, jumping from the dragon into the water below, and that's it. Credits. We all can all go home. Potter, Potter CGI <laughs> hands down peaked with all this right, fucking dragon. And so that um this that dragon, dragon is just flying around the uk i'm assuming it's so fucking cool yeah. but it's just loose well, in the uk you didn't, didn't it, you hear it's didn't... different didn't you say it's muggles can't see it they can't see things that wizards put curses on but i can't imagine the wizards put curses on a dragon you know what the next movie is oh, right yeah, that's interesting that movie bright that david Ayer did yeah it's <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah. flying all over the place because I, I think the whole idea of like that she's tried to build in with the wizard world versus muggle world is like things like loch ness monster and Sasquatch are actually magical creatures that humans are kind of spotting every yeah. now and then. Yeah, if you go like, with like the consistency of what she's done with the world. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Uh, so I'm guessing like the dragon is just flying around loose. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. <laughs> Underwater, Harry has visions of Voldemort laying waste angrily, angrily to the goblins and security of Gring Gringotts and a vision of Ru Ruina? Ruina Ravenclaw. And also some of the other Horcruxes. He bursts out of the water knowing Voldemort can see him as well. Tells the trio that Voldemort knows they're hunting Horcruxes. Hermione gets out some sanitizer. She literally gets out this little thing. It's, that thing, it's the thing that she um, used on Ron when his arm was cut open and put it on and the skin started growing back. Yeah, but uh, why okay. is she just putting it in all their hands? Was that because they're holding the dragon and their so, hands yeah. are all cut up? Yeah, I think so. Because it just looks like she's like in, in an after Rona type of thing. <laughs> yeah, no, all I think I'm seeing is sanitizer. I think their hands are like hurt and stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm confused for a moment again. Uh, they get changed into dry gear. Harry you're, states... You're, uh, yeah. at the moment, from being confused a lot, it's like your score's not going to be that good. Why is that? I'm just, no, no, there's two moments in it that, like... I think that's the only two moments okay. where I'm like... They're just, like, confusing. I just, like, I, just, was, I just assumed she was putting that. I just thought it was a bit of consistency yeah, to that. Using that thing. I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know what... Because I didn't see any cuts in their hands or anything, so I didn't know. I was yeah. just like, it looks like they're putting, putting sanitizer in their hand. I'm like... Why? I just thought, I just thought it was like I mean the water's I just dirty, thought it was but... like they're in such a rhythm now with everything that she just they just let her just do yeah, whatever, do whatever. She's do. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe it's something that dries them, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Mm. Harry states one of the Horcruxes is at Hogwarts and has to do with Ravenclaw and they need to go there now because Voldemort's out full ball for them. Uh, Hermione says they need a plan and Harry's like, "Nah, mate. Don't usually work anyway, you know." Yeah. Uh, Harry suggests they enter through the Hogsmeade cellar passageway. Yeah. He says he feels a disconnect with Voldemort and that it feels like he is wounded. And he's more dangerous. More dangerous, yeah. Yes. Voldemort walks barefoot through the fresh blood of Gringotts goblins. He's <laughs> security. Full full blown John McClane in this shit. Like, yeah. It's cool. <laughs> he talks to Nagini saying that Harry knows their secret and must Nagini. deploy his forces. 
So cool. <laughs> he tells Nagini to stay close. I know the Malfoys in there just they're just watching on in horror. They're like they always this mass murderers just like walking. <laughs> well, they fear for their life constantly. Yeah. It's uh, like he's the only one that's copping it. Yeah, Lucius, because yeah. Lucius was Lucius is like his number one lieutenant, yeah, and he's just and he fucked up, failed, yeah. which is comical. And Voldemort is not a Voldemort has got no empathy whatsoever, so he yeah. just if someone wrongs him, he's that's he should have killed him ages ago. It's comical though because he he's, prefers to torture. Yeah. It he chooses Lucius to do shit like that because not only of that, but because he's the only one that's competently, like, actually just normal. Like he he could choose Bellatrix, but. She's too fucking She's crazy. Too but He's he, he also, Snape kind of has Lucius's position. That's yeah, true. He now does. he does. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, there, there is more about, there is a little more detail to the whole thing with the Malfoys that are going, when I do the Snape chapter. Right. Yeah. 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 He tells Nagini to stay close. Uh, Griphook lays dead, still holding the Gryffindor, Griff, Gryffindor sword, which soon disappears. Yes. The trio apparate to the Hogsmeade and literally a cat alarm starts sounding in the street. And I feel like I'm watching a Nightmare Before Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. Full blown. Uh, the trio run as Death, uh, Death Eaters search for them. A side door opens in an alleyway and a man invites them in. Downstairs in the cellar is a photo of a young girl or a mural. Yes. Uh, not far from it, a mirror showing Harry, a missing shard from the glass. Harry takes the mirror shard he has and fits it perfectly in the picture. The man comes downstairs and chastises the trio for coming here. Harry notices it's Aberforth. Dumbledore's brother mm. uh, that he's been following them through the scrying mirror and was one that the one that sent Dobby there's a big fuss about where he got the mirror but safe to say it was a good cause because they'd be in a shit place if he didn't have it Hermione asks if he's heard from the order Abathur says the order's finished and that Voldemort's won Aberforth is also um, Steppenwolf in the Justice League yeah movies. I know it's weird eh <laughs> oh, is Just- it yeah, yeah. It's the same actor. he also plays the devil in Ghost Rider, and he's in too? Game of Thrones. He's um the, yeah. the king in the King Beyond the Wall. He's yeah. a good actor. He's yeah. in. A, he did a cool um. Man. He's a good cool bad series guy called The looking. Terror. Yeah, have you seen that? No. Oh, the first season is incredible. Yeah. To watch check it. it out. Watch it. You'll like yeah. it. It's All good. Right. HBO show. There you go. Uh, Harry exclaims he needs to get into Hogwarts to destroy the last Horcrux. Abbotsford says it's a suicide mission and they should give up. Harry says uh, Dumbledore entrusted him with a job to do it and Abathur says he shouldn't trust Dumbledore and he has a spiel about how Dumbledore kept secrets from him. Uh, Harry just exclaims that he doesn't care about Dumbledore's past or Abathur's lacking will to fight. He trusted Dumbledore and needs to get into Hogwarts. Abathur tells the painting of Ariana Grande, his young sister who passed away very young to go and do something. Okay. He's like, go do something. And the, the picture goes away. He said, you know what to do. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, so I remember Dumbledore killed her, yeah? Uh, accident. Accidentally. Trying to get powerful. It's, with, he, it's with, in uh, she was, yeah, something happened when he was mucking around with Grindelwald. Yeah. Well, Grindelwald and him wanted to create a new new world order for something. Yeah. They kind of like, yeah. They, and then him, Abath, he tells Abathoth and Abathoth says, I'm not going to be a part of this. They had a battle, and within the battle, she died. She, yeah, she was a bystander that was hit yeah. and killed. So Dumbledore and Grindelwald are kind of like Xavier and Magneto kind of relationship. <coughs> uh, okay. If you yeah. think about it, yeah, like it makes that. sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Hermione thanks him for helping, and he leaves. She says that he's been looking out for them, and it doesn't seem like someone who's given up. From the mural, Ariana brings with her Neville, 
who looks like he's pretty beaten up, but way more independent and confident. Yeah. Like even how he's talking. Way more handsome too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Beautiful boy. Um, Taking the tunnel to Hogwarts, Neville tells them he sees Snape very rarely, but the Carob siblings, which are fucking cool. Mm. That's a cool sounding villain. Yeah, the Carob siblings. They're more talk. They're more sort of referencing the books. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like dishing out punishment. Here we go. This is some dark shit here. He got his wounds from not participating in practicing the Cruciatus curse on first years. Yeah. That's what he says. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) That's Mm. horrifying. Uh, they reach uh, the end of the tunnel, which terminates at the Room of Requirements. The Order's shacked up here like it's wartime in bunks living in the room. Uh, the Order are super happy to see him. This this is your... When you're talking about like a big fanfare moment, this it's is as fanfare as Harry Potter gets. Yeah. yeah. When he walks through that thing and the score plays yeah. and they all they all clap and cheer that Harry's walked through, mm. I got shivers. Yeah. I love yeah, that. It's too. pretty cool. And he just downplayed, didn't do anything, eh? Yeah. That's, like, yeah that's, let's that's, move on. Yeah. But there's this moment here because he tells Remus to go... He tells... Uh, wanted someone to go tell Remus that Harry's back. And then the underground radio announcer says on the airwaves, lightning has struck. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah, good yeah. code name. And it's everyone's there. All the, all the characters that we've seen in yeah. the movies are all there. Yeah. yeah. All Even the Ron's ex-girlfriend is there. Yeah, I know. Hey, yeah, Cho yeah, Chang's there. Oh, yeah. Cool. Seamus, Dean Thomas. Dean Thomas is freaking tall now. Yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. he's yeah. towering over everyone. Seven foot eight, full-blown <laughs> basketball player yeah. at this point. Neville asks Harry what his plan is and Harry says... Uh, he thinks there's something in the castle that will help them defeat Voldemort, but he doesn't know what it is or where it is. Seamus makes a mint comment saying it's not that's nothing to go off. Yeah, Harry goes, it's not much to go, <laughs> go off. Yeah. Like, that's nothing to go off. <laughs> <laughs> he says it has something to do with an object from Ravenclaw, and Luna says it might be the lost diadem. Cho says no one has seen it for centuries, though, and Ginny comes into the room and sees Harry as, for a moment. And everyone, everyone knows what's going on. Yeah, they're all like, fucking cut the tension, right? <laughs> Guys, it's like, it's like fog in here. Come on. Ginny says that uh, Snape knows the trio was at Hogsmeade. In the courtyard, the students march to the Great Hall. In the Great Hall, the students stand. No tables or chairs remain in the hall. Snape addresses the school. He tells them that he believes earlier this eve, Harry was sighted, and that if anyone tries to help him, they will be they will be punished was in a sick. manner consistent with their transgression. And Alan Rickman gets his last great Snape monologue. So fucking cool. It's every time he says shit like this, the best parts of the movie. Yeah. As well as anyone that has knowledge of the events will be treated equally guilty. Yeah, he's just the way he just holds on his words. It's just awesome. cool. Harry steps forward out of the shadows and the order enter the hall. He tells he angrily tells him, How dare you stand where Dumbledore stood and that he should be ashamed. And how heartbreaking is this scene when you know the truth? Oh <laughs> it is killer. Fucking it's hard murderous. to watch. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Snape draws his wand, the school parts, and McGonagall steps in front of Harry like so a fucking good. badass. And how, finally she steps and, up. And Snape hesitates. Yeah, yes, he but did, how yeah. cool is this? She shoots a curse. And he sends them yeah. at the Caro yeah, brothers. Knocks the Caros yeah. out. He kills them. I think it's with a brother it. and sister, actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he moves back and flies away in a black cloud, yeah. breaking out of the Great Hall's glass window. Mm. Hedwig's music plays. Yeah. You know, the original Harry Potter score. Mm. The students cheer, and McGonagall lights the fires of Hogwarts Great Hall mm. once again. Yeah. Fuck, chills me. Legit. She, be, she actually becomes headmaster. Yeah. yeah, she does. Yeah. Deserving. Deserving. Yeah. 
Uh, the hall quickly goes a shade of dark green. A girl screams in the corner as she hears the voice of Voldemort talk to her through her head. He gives word to the school, telling them to give give him Harry and no one else will be harmed. The school will be left untouched and they'll be rewarded. They have one hour. Again, Harry is left with everyone looking his way. He's, they're all like, fucking you, buddy. <laughs> like, <laughs> again. Mm-hmm. But this time, one girl from Slytherin tells them to grab him and the order crowd around him protectively. Yeah. Filch comes running in with Miss Norris screaming <laughs> that students are out of bed like a fuckwit. Uh, and like an absolute pimp, McGonagall tells Filch to lead the Slytherin house to the dungeon. Yeah. Now she I calls have... him a blithering idiot. idiot. Yeah. <laughs> School cheers again, and honestly, I don't know how to feel about this moment. I understand they need to take the Slytherins away for now. Yes. I get it. Yeah. But I remember we had this conversation. Slytherins in the movies very much so are made out to be like they're the worst fucking human beings on planet Earth. Yeah. When they are literally not. The people from Slytherin... They are bad. They they do have to... It is a difficult one because there are... There literally are ones in there that are the kids of Death Eaters currently. Yeah. Well, that they need is, to get out of the but equation. But even his son at the end of the movie said something like that. Do but Harry defends Slytherins. Yeah, he does. By yeah. the end of the movie. But yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. It is, it's a very sweeping it, generalization. Yeah. And we, we do know that Slytherin are just very focused, business-driven type of students yes. and there's also and, a um there's a there's a there's a comment that dumbledore makes in the prince's tale chapter that is interesting as well right yeah. but you know i think the best example and we said it before slughorn is a fantastic example of what a slytherin is yeah. like yeah and he's there he's on the front lines man yeah. yeah yeah mcgonagall asks what harry needs he says as much time as he as she can get him they exchange that it's good to see each other harry leaves neville to hold thought mm. the pictures are going nuts Fucking the pictures are like running around. The students are prepping to lock down the school, but they also look like they're just walking in circles in the staircase in the background. It is the worst fucking layout for that scene. (laughs) (laughs) This is my, this is my, actually, there is no other problem I have with this movie except for these two shots. (laughs) Wow. This is no, honestly, my most, my biggest gripe. The students are just running in the background. Like they're moving fast paced. It's like the director went, just get them to move fast paced in the background. going downstairs though? Sorry? I think they're all going downstairs and Harry's going up though, aren't they? No, they're all going different directions. You sure? I thought yeah. they were going down and Harry was the only one going up. Nah, they're all going yeah, everywhere. Some going up, some going down. Oh, really? But it doesn't oh, okay. make any sense because... Well, they're taking up different positions in the castle. Yeah. I understand, but there's too many of them in the one area. We know how many students are in Hogwarts. It really isn't that many yeah. if you look at it. Oh, it's just know. fucking... It looks like the whole school is crowded in the staircase. But if, you put, <laughs> if, you put, if you put 10 people yeah. on those stairs, yeah. it'll look crowded. It, yeah. It's way more. It looks way more. I think you I'm not kidding. Down, yeah. uh, I don't like this. He's very aggressive about this one. Yeah, you are. Uh, I, I don't better, like it. I don't, this is the one shot in the film. Your score's getting lower by the minute. No, no, no. You, you think that this is... If that's my biggest no, gripe... Everyone sees the Reese's scale. It always changes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hermione tells Harry that her and Ron think they can find a basilisk fang to destroy the Horcrux, giving kudos to Ron for the idea. Harry gives them to um, the Marauder's map, telling him they can find him to get back to him. Uh, Harry makes his way to Ravenclaw common room and, and Luna so, follows. Just everything, all the little trinkets that yeah, he's gathered over years are all coming into play mm, in this all, movie. All yeah. of them. It's yeah. so cool. It's also, it's, sorry, how I said it was like Endgame. It is like all the things he's collected are kind of like the Infinity Stones kind of thing. I just feel like kind Harry Potter was yeah. like the template for Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what I wanted to say before. I, I skipped over it. The cloak, the invisibility cloak. Mm. It was just left in Gringotts. Oh, yeah. What do you mean? The invisibility cloak was just left at Gringotts 
Gringotts Bank. They I used it to get like, into Gringotts, and like then he, they dropped it. I feel like he does use it again in the book. But, uh, but I, yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I'm, yeah, uh, yeah. So far, he doesn't. So he does actually lose all three of the Hallows by the end but of the did, film. But he did own them all at one point, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought that was that was one of those moments that I was saying before. It's like, it's a shame. Yeah. Because out of all of it, the cloak from death yeah. is actually probably the one that actually makes most sense. Yeah. Neville talks to McGonagall all excited about being able to blow something up. Uh, she tells him to consult Seamus on it because he has a particular pro- proclivity for pyrotechnics. Yeah. <laughs> and another payoff that we've oh, been seeing yeah. little snippets of. Literally, now, I said, oh, that sweet, sweet payoff. <laughs> <laughs> Not just for jokes, for joke's sake. Mm. Flitwick says uh, they can't have, they can't keep you know who out indefinitely, but McGonagall says they can delay him. Yeah. And that his name is Voldemort. So it's best to use it because he's going to try and kill you anyway. This is when they're standing on the stairs or yeah. lining up. Did you so, notice Slughorn when he comes in through the back? Who? What he does? What does he is do? Slughorn? He swigs from Felix Felicius. Really? If you watch it, man, you see him. He comes, he comes through the background of him yeah. and they're standing at the front. He runs through and he reaches into his jacket and he, he, necks, he necks something. What's that do again? That's the cool. luck potion. The, the luck one. The oh, luck, luck potion. One. Yeah. That's so cool. That's heaps cool, hey? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Exactly what I'll I rewound doing. it. I was watching with my girlfriend. I went, did you see that? I took it back and she's like, oh my God, that's really cool. That is stuff. awesome. Uh, she lives her wand saying, Pierre Totem Locomotor <laughs> on the stoned knights of the castle and so they come to life jumping from their rafters and taking ranks. The musical score soars as she tells the stone knights to protect them. This is that really cool score. Yeah. And she has a cute moment where she gets excited like a four-year-old. She says, I've always wanted to use that spell. Molly Weasley, not in the laughing mood. Yeah. <laughs> if you notice, fun fact, on all of the the um, knights, there's only four rows. Left to right, they all have the houses on them. Oh, right. Cool. So Slytherin, yeah. Upper Park, yeah, right. or yeah. Claw, on the actual mm. knights. Slughorn, Flitwick, and Miss um, uh, Weasley begin to create a shield around Hogwarts, pushing the Dementors away. Luna has a moment. This is where everything goes really fast. Like, there's yeah. a lot of like it's things that should happen. Yeah. Luna has a moment telling Harry to listen to her because where he's going is a waste of time. Luna profoundly tells Harry to remember that Cho said no one alive has seen the diadem. They have to talk to someone dead. The two watch on as the shield come down, comes down over Hogwarts, Luna exclaiming that it's very impressive. Good old and, uh, confident Luna. She's so good in it. <laughs> yeah. she, even in this one, she's still ripping. Yeah. Uh, the stone knight sits silent on the front line waiting for battle. Mm-hmm. Also think about how cool it is that she went back to Hogwarts, even though she wasn't there at the start of this movie. Yeah, she was at... Um, oh, so she's going back them. to help the fight. Yeah. 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 That is cool. Yeah. yeah. Luna leads Harry to the ghost of Ravenclaw Tower. The Grey Lady, Helena Ravenclaw, Rowena's like, like daughter. Scene, eh? Really? Really? I thought it was a weak... Oh man, scores yeah, drop. Like- scores dropping as we know it. <laughs> <laughs> you wait. I really like the. I like the. I quite I like, like this scene. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I quite like this. Yeah, scene. I thought it was just. <sighs> I like the uh, the fact that it was like she's an easy so... one to, to get rid of, like because I know they they jammed with three whole crocuses in this. Yeah. This is like a, it's like oh, we'll just we'll just write this one in. I, I like this the happened, fact. This, this does happen. Yeah, I know, but it was like a weak one to get. I do enjoy that. Like she's very. Unwilling to give him the because she knows what oh, yeah. she knows what well, she's been burnt before yeah. yeah she tells him to talk to her alone since she's shy Harry tells her he seeks the diadem she says that Luna is kind unlike the others but she can't help him 
He says he wants to destroy it, and she has a bit of a moment. Uh, atop a hill led by Voldemort, the hundreds of Death Eaters look upon Hogwarts. So. Voldemort tells them to begin, shooting off curses from the wands they arc from all around Hogwarts towards the castle. It's a good shot at that yeah. sweeping. It yeah. sweeps in. It's, a little, it's like a bit of a uh, Return of the King kind of moment, you know, sweeping over the top of the arm. Yeah. yeah. I remind it's me of um, cool. the beginning of Gladiator. Or even it kind yeah. of reminds me of that moment in 300. Now arrows will blot out the sun. They'll blot yeah. out the sun. And you hear, you hear like... You hear yeah, the, like, yeah. the arrows yeah. go off and they're sick. Yeah, yeah. And then it goes, ha, ha, ha. They blot out the sun. What does Leonidas say? He goes... They start laughing. Because he goes, they'll blot out the sun. Yeah, no, he says a cracker one-liner. Then we shall fight in the shade. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> what a yeah. freaking smart ass. So good. <laughs> yeah. The barrage hits the shield barrier with force. Now, Harry asks Helena if, if that's what she wants to hear, that he'll destroy the diadem. Mm. She says another sought to destroy it, but lied. She gets angry and says the boy defiled it with dark magic. Yes. Harry promises he can destroy it if she tells him where it's hid. With trepidation, she tells Harry that he reminds him of Tom. She tells him it's in the castle where everything's hidden. The room of requirements. Yeah. In a little riddle. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, the riddle's been used before in another movie. Yeah, right. Another one of the yeah. movies. I think the yeah. first time we see the room of requirements. Yeah. Well, the second time, because we see the room of requirements in the first movie. Mm. Uh, Kingsley and Remus look upon the barrage on the shields and tells Dean they're going to need some help on the side uh, where there's the barrage. Remus says it's... Um, I love this part. It is the quality of one's convictions that determines success, mm. not the number of followers. Yeah. And he goes, I just said that. Yeah, he's like, who, who said that? And he's like, me. me. Yeah. <laughs> Badass. Fred and George, this is sad as shit. Fred and George look on at the barrage, tears in eyes. George asks Fred if he's all right. He says, yeah. George says, me too. Sad, man. Knowing what's coming oh, up, you yeah. know. Man. That shit. I, I thought it was really <laughs> I was sad. Like, you were always meh. Things, things. There's feels, and you're like meh. Ron opens the chamber with parcel tongue, telling Hermione that Harry talks in his sleep. Were you stoked that you got to see this lock mechanism again? I, I love it. How much I fucking love the lock. the lock yeah, mechanisms cool. yeah. in all the movies. Are cool. I know, but I remember you specifically saying how much you liked this one. I love this one. Yeah. I like the idea of the snakes moving, the snake going all the way around it. Yeah. Mechanical. I just I did, when I was watching, I thought, oh, the, oh recent, recent. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm down for it. It is cool. It is cool that they got to use that prop again. Yeah, yeah it, was it cool. is cool. Yeah, yeah. And they like there's so much stuff that they just the callbacks to all the movies yeah, is insane. Good. Well, fun fact, yet again. <laughs> dropping some facts here. They used like everything from all the other movies to fill the rumor requirements. Oh wow. So if you actually look through the rumor yeah, the requirements. Of area sets in yeah. there and everything, isn't it? Yeah. But there's everything in there. That's cool. Like if you were to actually pause it and look around, you'll notice Fuck loads of shit from all of the movies. That's really cool. Yeah. But the Quidditch pitch burns. The barrage continues. Yeah. And upon the bridge, Neville watches that Death Eaters snatches run towards the shield before several are disintegrated. They step back and watch on. At the basilisk's bones, Ron pulls a tooth. And I said this, and then I noticed this actually occurred later. Now, if it was me, I'd pull a couple of teeth just yeah, in case. Yeah, yeah. And I noticed they actually did later yeah, on. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, they did. <laughs> he also it, picks one of the smaller fangs too. I would have gone for a bigger one. But. Yeah, I know. He gets <laughs> one of the, the mini ones. Maybe it was too scared to get one of the big ones. Um, uh, he gives the tooth to Hermione and tells her to stab the cup of Slytherin. She does so and Voldemort and Harry feel it die. It's Hufflepuff's cup. So. Is it, oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, Hufflepuff. Sorry, because Slytherin was the locket. Yeah, yeah. 
The waters in the chamber take form and react tidally before scaring and drenching Ron Hermione. The two have a moment and finally, finally kiss. Did you find this, this score similar to the um, Han Leia kind of score from yeah. Star Wars? Yeah. It had got the tones same of that in feels it. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. I said, shit's hot because the tension's been fire for like 50 movies. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Oh. Like, man. Oh, they both giggle. Yeah. So good. Is it, see, for me, I was like, finally, but because it's taken so long, I was like, okay, next shot. Mm. Yeah, I know, but it's just like, thank God yeah. that it's fucking happened. Yeah. He would have had blue balls for sure. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and you go off for shit, I say. <laughs> I can't believe I said that. Uh, Voldemort goes full... Voldemort goes full Buster Nut aggressive oh, wow. and shoots. I know, That's right? Okay, because he feels the he feels the Horcrux. Yeah, and yeah. shoots a mad, powerful beam at the Hogwarts shield, How shattering good it. Was that? And the Elder Wands cracks a little. Yeah, yes. Remus and Tonk watch on That's and cool reach shot. out for each other. Another cool shot. Yeah. Reach out for each other. Yeah, and Voldemort feels the wand crack under the power surge. What's her girl's name? You're gonna keep forgetting. I don't know her actual name. Tonks. Tonks. Nymphadora. Nymphadora. Yeah, because I like that reach out and then later on. Yeah, yeah. it's sad. At the bridge, the Snatchers move forward. Neville runs the bridge as they spew forth firing curses at him. He lights a fuse as he runs and the bridge starts to collapse behind him. They fall to their death as Neville just makes it back. The Death Eaters and Giants descend upon Hogwarts. The Stone Soldiers as front barracks take out a few of the Giants. McGonagall tells everyone to retreat inside. Have we, have we had that part where Voldemort turns around to his followers yet after the after he destroys we've, the shield? We've already done it. I kind of skipped it. Yeah. You can say that. If well, because he he just Avada Kedavra is the new Minister of Magic. Yeah, he just randomly the uh, pi- pious. Yeah. pious, he just yeah. right, kills yeah. him. Avada Kedavra, and they're like, oh, don't, don't mess with. Yeah. Don't mess with this. Yeah, All he did just, was say, Are "You okay?" Boom. <laughs> yeah, I know. I would have loved to see another Potter based in the giant world. Like all about the giants because they look sick. Oh. They were trolls. Oh, were they? Or trolls? Also, I don't think they were giants. Yeah. No, you're yeah, right. Trolls. Because yeah. the giants cool are giants are more human looking. Giants are like Hagrid. He's like a half giant, but the yeah. giants are like what's his name? What's his, his brother? brother? Yeah. Uh, uh, Raw, Craw, something. Yeah. Rory. Hi, Rory. Rory. <laughs> oh fuck. As Death Eaters Gropey. fly, Gropey. Gropey. That's yeah, it. Yeah. As Death Eaters fly <laughs> into the tower, Arthur Weasley and Shacklebolt keep them at bay. Fucking cool scene. Yeah, they just fly. They fly through the window and then. It's cool how everyone has their own style of spells. Like Shacklebolt, like stops that dude in the air and then throws him back. Yeah, that's sick. sick. Uh, Harry runs the stairs and meets Ginny and Neville. Neville asks Harry if he's seen Luna. He wants to confess he has a thing for her since they might die at any moment. Ginny leans in and kisses Harry amongst the throng of chaos. And what she says, I know. Yeah. Yet again. Yeah, no yep. little, it no. feels very hard layer. Yeah. Yeah, trying to do that. I can see it straight off the bat. Malfoy grabs some of his wanker friends and moves them away. Harry runs the, the castle as it its windows explode. He gets to the room of requirements and it opens for him. Man, it's sad seeing the castle just getting destroyed at yeah. earliest time. Ron and Hermione check the Marauders map and see Harry's vanished. Ron says Hermione told him last year room of requirements doesn't show up on the map. Flabbergasted, he listened. They make their way there. She's like, you actually listened to me. Yeah. <laughs> Draco listens on in the shadows. 
In the room of requirements, Harry searches through the shit, wondering to see if he feels anything or hears anything. A parcel tongue voice whispers to him. Inside a box on a random table, he finds Rowena Ravenclaw's diadem. Draco interrupts, wanting his wand back. Harry asks why Draco didn't tell Bellatrix it was him last time they met. Mm. Crab or Goyle? Fuck, I don't know which one. Did you? So there was also, you know, when he um when Draco first walks in Mm. and he says, "I want my wand back." This is my mum's. It just doesn't get me. Mm. I feel like I might be reading too much into it, but is that him kind of like saying I've made the wrong choices? Yeah. And then he's like, and then when Harry goes, "Why didn't you tell him?" Yeah. It is like it feels like he's trying to sort of say sorry. To yeah. turn himself here. Yeah, he is. He yeah. he definitely yeah. is at this point now as a character where yeah. he is turning, right? And there's a deleted scene when we get to the part I'll say it, but it's very interesting. I think it might have worked if I had kept it in there, but anyway. Crab or Goyle tell Draco to... I think it's Goyle. Yeah, Goyle. Tells Draco to do him in, but Hermione jumps in with an Expelliarmus and knocks Draco's wand out of his hand. Goyle shoots a Nevada Kedavra. Yeah. Which yeah, is man. the first student... Goyle, Goyle goes full villain. <laughs> I know. It sends the diadem sky high and uh, Hermione fires a stupefy back. Ron runs after them like a fuckwit. Like, he's just like, don't come up to me, girlfriend. Again, oh. useless. Useless. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. fucking useless. But it's, it's about time he's, you know, manning up. Yeah, but still. Even though he'll get flogged. Yeah. Harry and Hermione climb the chair, the chair stack where the diadem flew. Getting back to the ground, they hear Ron screaming as he runs back following a snake of fire, uh, lighting everything in its, its path. It's very Indiana Jones. It starts with too. a snake and turns into a dragon. Um, it's it's similar to that. I think I saw it as it's the same as that spell that Voldemort used against Dumbledore in their battle in the Ministry. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, Goyle yeah. can't control his magic the same way that Voldemort Yeah, yeah. Hectic spell, though. Yeah. Sick. The trio run for the exit, the fire's on their tail. Goyle, unable to control the curse, is engulfed in flames and Draco climbs the rafter to escape the blaze. The trio find some brooms and go to fly out. Harry sees Draco and flies back to collect Draco and the other guy. Catching Draco, the three fly out of the room, crashing to the ground. Draco runs away. Harry runs to the diadem on the ground. Wait, crap, Goyle died, didn't he? Yeah. 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 Harry runs to the diadem on the ground. Hermione throws him the basilisk tooth and he destroys the diadem ron kicks the motherfucker back in the room of requirements i don't know uh, if that was a good idea kicking that fight. Yeah. i know like crazy yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was just a maybe a tad dramatic yeah. you know? <laughs> voldemort and harry feel it die as well and voldemort is looking worse for wear his, uh, his head's getting real veiny yeah, yeah, well, they said cr- that look, it's cracked. They yeah. said that um, the makeup artist started making his eye sockets look like they pushed in more. Yeah, right. And also that he started to get like old spots, you know, like mm. blotching uh, yeah, yeah. on yeah. the face. Yeah. They said that that was the way that every time he killed off more of the Horcruxes, it was turning into it Benjamin was, Button. Yeah, that's it, man. Legit. <laughs> you see him at the end? <laughs> it looks like him. <laughs> oh Jesus! Shut up. He tells Nagini to come with him, and they apparate away. Harry sees the snake, says the snake is the last one. Ron tells Harry to look inside himself and find Voldemort. He sees a boat. Voldemort talks to Lucius, telling him the boy will come to him before the end of the night. He tells Lucius to find Severus and bring him to him. Harry says he knows where he is. The trio fight their way through the courtyard. They pass giants and giant spiders, or trolls now, as we know, trolls and giant spiders. As they traverse the did ground, you, did you find that little section too when they go past um, 
it's like they're going through the movies again like for, for the first one because what they, they come across the troll first yeah they are yeah which happens they're in the first movie then the spiders, yeah. spiders. spiders. then dementors dementors yeah, yeah. Yeah, and a werewolf. As and well. yeah, they they see in they order, say in order as yeah. they traverse the ground. They see Greyback feeding upon the now deceased yeah. lavender that's brown. That's so good. That's terrible. That horrible. Horrible. Yeah. That was such a good scene. Well, that was. I think this is the first. It's proper... good seeing all these people dying off. <laughs> I don't care. I'm it. I think this is the first. Happens in battles, man. Yeah, I think this you is the that, first proper death that feels really brutal. It's hitting. Yeah, it's hitting you really hard. Yeah. Like I know you got like serious death. You got. Cedric Pattinson, Pattinson. Yeah, look, but can I just they're say something? the hard hitters. But these deaths in these movies, to, they didn't really. I didn't really feel for him. I thought that we all discussed on the forefront that the Cedric one was good. Yeah, Wait, who's Cedric again? Oh, Robert Pattinson, man. Oh yeah, nah. Cedric Diggory. Yeah, it was all right. What? <laughs> you know what's a you know what's a good one? Fucking Wait. Iron Man. That I cried. These ones it was like it's again. I, I think they're going for all that kitty feel. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Fair I'll enough. have to go re- listen to that. Again. It'll be good to see. It'll yeah. be good to see your final feedback. I think Hermione throws a curse at Greyback, firing him off the Hogwarts walls. In the distance, Dementors storm the castle. Aberforth now and the front line keeps them at bay with a massive Patronus. Yeah, it's fucking mm. huge. Yeah. Uh, the trio run to the docks. Here we go. Voldemort talks to Snape, asking, asking him why the elder wand is resisting him snape says there's no wand more powerful and he promises when the time comes it won't fail he's really trying to trying to like get him off guard Mm. voldemort asks if the wand truly answers to him snape says that it does and Voldemort says it can't because it's not true. its true master, that it belongs to the wizard that killed its last owner. Voldemort tells Snape he's been a good and faithful servant, but he must kill him. He slits Snape's throat and sets Nagini upon him. What a fucked way to... It's that, I said before that dragon test was brutal. <laughs> I forgot this, this one is so brutal, man. This is the most... Probably the most brutal death in the whole... Yeah, it's even, I think in the book too, he puts him in a bubble. He has him in like a in a bubble. encapsulated bubble mm. and the snake's inside the bubble and just attacks just, oh. Yeah, I like how the whole this whole one thing played out. I like how they go it's quiet cool. and it goes, you, all you hear is and it yeah. goes gunk, gunk against oh. the window. <laughs> yeah. Um, Voldemort and Nagini apparate away. Harry enters and looks at Snape. He cries and begs Harry to take his tears. It's also, it's it's also quite a tender moment too because even though they haven't liked Snape, Snape and stuff. He's been this guy that's been in their lives for yeah. all this time, and like yeah. they were sad. Yeah, they were just like you could he, tell there was pain on their faces. He had the best payoff. Well, I reckon the, the whole thing's about him anyway. Pretty much is. Yeah. If you think about it, as much as it's Harry's movie, it is Snape's, Snape's film. Yeah. Hermione gives Harry a flask, and he collects Snape's memories. He tells Harry to take them to the pensive before asking Harry to look at him. He tells him he has his mother's eyes before taking his last breath. Snape's a legend, man. He finally comes to the conclusion, like he has that moment where this boy he's been looking at has been his pain to see every single day. Mm. And then he finally comes to this fruition where he goes, but there is one little part of this boy that makes me think of the thing that I love the most. And he yeah. looks straight into his eyes. Mm. Yeah. Fucking, look, I'm getting... Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to say, Harry's dad is a fuckwit. That's 
There's I mean, more to it than what yeah. you The way I saw the movies, his dad was just a complete jerk all the way through. No, it's more complicated than that. It's this. That's how the movies show him. It is more complicated, but I do. Have I to, didn't read the books. I, I have to agree with Dan. The, the movies don't Does help. Not, the movies even, make James seem like he's a bit wanker. of a wanker. But the idea yeah. is that he grew up from being a young boy in school. Yes. Oh no, he was. He turned into a better person. He did. Yeah, yeah but still. But yeah, wanker. he still comes off very much so in the movies because they don't give that too much context. No comes off like a bit well you'll see toss. why he treated he even, you'll even, see when i read the prince chapter you'll see why he treated snake the way he treated him fair enough but even when uh when they all appeared at the end mm. I'm, I'm jumping ahead but man harry doesn't even comb his dad man at all he what? Talk, doesn't comb his dad at all he talks to him <laughs> no nah, yes, he he's does. got his back to him the whole time no he doesn't he talks to him because i thought this before when i watched it again the mom. dad actually says heaps of stuff well i wrote down oh. everything so we'll get to it oh, okay. and i'll let you know <laughs> he says heaps <laughs> of stuff he gave his mom more more time all right. Oh, he talks to his dad, Daniel. Voldemort <laughs> releases another grating mind statement. He tells everyone uh, they fought valiantly, but in vain. He commands his forces to retreat. He tells them to dispose of their bod- their dead with dignity. And he tells Harry that tonight he has allowed his friends to die for him instead of facing him and that it's the ultimate dishonor. He tells him to confront him in the Forbidden Forest for his fate or else he will kill everyone. The trio re-enter the Hogwarts grounds, the courtyard empty. They enter the Great Hall, walking it and looking upon the dead. One of the Pavati twins are gone. George has died in battle, and Remus and Tonks laid side by side, touching hands, deceased. At that point, I'm thinking, fuck, Harry's got to have a lot of balls to do this. Harry sees this and leaves. He enters Dumbledore's office and moves to the pensive, placing Snape's memories into its water, and he enters the memory. A flashback, a very young Lily... She grows a lily flower on her hand with magic and Petunia knocks it away, calling her a freak. From a tree, a very young Snape watches on in a tree bed. Petunia runs away. Snape picks a small leaf and it flutters over like a butterfly to Lily. They smile at each other and Snape says Petunia is jealous because she's ordinary and Lily is special. First year Hogwarts and Lily is put into the Gryffindor house. She sits next to James who introduces himself. Snape watches on. James, as a child, knocks the books out of Lily and Snape's hands. She still smiles on at him. And Trelawney's prophecy states, a servant and master will be reunited once more. Snape is reunited with Dumbledore and tells him that Voldemort is going to kill Lily because of the prophecy. He begs for help. Dumbledore asks what he will get from it. And Snape says, I'll give anything. Lily tells baby Harry in his crib, that he is loved by his parents, and Voldemort kills her. Snape talks to Dumbledore, distraught that Lily is dead, saying that he promised he would keep her safe, and Dumbledore says that they were betrayed. He tells him the boy survived, that if he loved Lily, he would protect the boy. Snape tells Dumbledore no one can know that he is protecting Harry. They show Snape's anger for Harry's similarities to his father. Dumbledore tries to destroy Tom's ring. Snape devises a potion to keep the curse left behind on Dumbledore. To contain it to his hand. Yeah, Yeah. left Mm -hmm. behind on Dumbledore to his hand for the moment. But it will spread and ultimately kill him. He says he has maybe a year. It's really weird. This is like a cancer moment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like an allusion to that. Um, Dumbledore brings up the fact that Draco was tasked to kill him. But should he fail, Snape must do the job. Dumbledore says that Snape must kill him so... That Voldemort trusts him completely. Yep. Dumbledore falls. He tells Snape he must tell the must tell when Voldemort is that must Voldemort, tell Harry that when Voldemort yeah killed Voldemort. his parents yeah. and Lily cast herself between them. 
and the curse rebounded in that one time that made Harry a Horcrux. Yeah, so it attached part of Voldemort's soul attached, attached itself to the only living thing it could find, which yes. is Harry. It's Harry, yeah. yeah. It's the reason Harry can speak to snakes and see into Voldemort's mind because part of him lives inside him. Yeah. At some time, Harry must die. Snape sees Lily, Lily's death at the base of Harry's crib. Uh, he realizes Dumbledore kept Harry alive so he can die at the proper moment. Dumbledore has a moment where he says to Snape, Harry hasn't grown on him, has he? Uh, Snape shoots a Patronus. That of a doe. The same animal as Lily. And Dumbledore comes to the realization that Snape loved her. Okay, so can, we, can we talk about that? Uh, let me finish this little bit and then we'll yeah, get to it. Yeah. Snape holds Lily's lifeless body to his crying. They reiterate that Harry must die, but it must be by Voldemort's own hand. Yeah. Tell us. So, a few questions I received is why uh, Snape's Patronus is the same as Lily's. Your Patronus is not always fixed forever. It can change. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what Snape, if Snape originally had a different one or not, but if you have a deep enough love for another person, your Patronus can take their Patronus form. Yeah. And that's explained earlier in the books with Tonks and Lupin. There's, it's in the scene, you know, in um, Half-Blood Prince when Harry and Luna arrive late to school. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember if she cast it then or not, but Tonks is actually there because she's an aura. She's actually right. at the gate. Yeah. You know, because that's under protection yeah. and all that. And she either casts her Patronus there or Snape has seen her Patronus. And he, it's a wolf now. And it didn't used to be a wolf. Oh, yeah. Oh. And that's because she's in love with Lupin. Yeah, and makes sense. You know, yeah. I, I don't know if they're together in that movie by that point yet or not. They but are, Snape yeah. makes a crude remark about, and the fact that he's making it is very telling because he makes a crude remark about how all oh, your Patronus has changed into a wolf. You must, you know, you must have deep feelings towards a wolf or something like that, which yeah. he understands because his Patronus yeah, is yeah. the form of a doe, which was Lily's Patronus. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's how it works because huh. Patronus is very emotional based. Yeah. I think it's unrequited love almost is the sort of. Yeah. reason it'll take it on mm. but there you go that that's a bit of an answer Makes sense. harry back in dumbledore's office takes a moment to take in what he must do walking down the hogwarts stairs he tells hermione and ron that he is going to the forest now hermione asks harry what he know what he knows now he tells them there's a reason why he can speak to snakes and that hermione has known for a while as well she breaks down saying she will go with him and he tells her to kill the snake and then it's just voldemort left she hugs Harry and Ron looks on at him understandingly. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> you, you have a problem with this. No, he looks very sad. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't feel it. I... Harry walks out of the Hogwarts and into the Forbidden Forest. He stops for a moment and reaches into his pocket, pulling out the snitch. I open at the close, appears on its metal surface. Harry tells it he's ready to die and breathes upon it. It opens and inside lays a stone, the resurrection stone given by death. Holding it in front of him, he sees his parents... Sirius and Remus. His mother reaches out for him, but they cannot touch. This is such a good scene. It's a really scene. good scene. It's really nice. Yeah. She tells him he's been brave. He asks them why they're there, why they're here. She tells him they never left. Mm-hmm. He asks if it hurts dying, and Sirius says it's quicker than falling asleep. He apologizes to them that he never wanted them to die for him. And Harry looks to Remus and said he's sorry for his son. Uh, Remus says that others will tell him what his parents died for and one day he'll understand. Surrounded by his family, he asks if they will stay with him till the end. They say they will and Voldemort will not be able to see them. He asks them to stay close by. His mother says, 
always. Mm. You missed. You you didn't write down the things I that didn't. his dad says. No, what he says dad two say? things. His dad is the one that says he's they'll all stick all... close by, yeah. and then yeah. he also says you're nearly there, son. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, but I just felt. But that's like... that's as many lines as anyone else says. Yeah, I know. No, he sends way more to his mum. There's, it's like two and lines. Serious. I think Sirius is more of a father. Yeah, but he spent time with Sirius. Yeah, I know. I, know. I would have liked to see. This is the thing. Like, maybe I should read the books, but it would have been good to see more of his dad becoming a better man, even if it's a, a montage or something. Because I didn't feel that through the movie. I know, but, but like to be to be honest with you, I know you're saying he's a dick and all that stuff, but he's just he's just a kid in school, dude. Like he's just like a normal yeah, kid in school. I know, but just Sirius in the book, Sirius is a worse. Yeah, but he don't see that. Him. I, I'm watching it as a... Because I've read the books. I'm just saying what I saw through the movies. Yeah, he is. And yeah. in school, he's And a few of my other friends thought the same thing. Yeah, but you have to understand that he grows into a better person. Oh, yeah, I know. People change. I think another thing... Well, sorry, I'm off so I don't forget. Like, a lot of stuff's happening in this film, right? I think they should have put more into part one. Because I feel like there's a lot happening in this, this one. This is the shortest movie. Yeah, but I feel like it's there's a lot crammed in there. Like, it would have been cool to have maybe a bit more on the dad or something and, and then show the whole Voldemort but sequence. You also need to, but you also have to think about the fact that the dad was one of the main people to stand up against Voldemort during his first attempt at taking over the Wizarding World. Yeah. And he sacrificed him. He he is the one that's delayed Voldemort getting up those stairs so that Lily could put the protection over Harry. Yeah. Like, you need, like, that's bravery. He's, you know. Oh, yeah. And that's where Harry that. gets his, like, gusto from. Yeah. He gets his kindness from his mother, but he gets his like, his, like courageousness yeah. and brevity. From his dad. And really his like father. the whole sort of like the whole theme of Harry Potter is that when Sirius says, you know, the people that we love are always with us and everything. Like it sounds kind of corny, but really the whole idea of Harry Potter is that we pass we pass on the best parts of ourselves to the next generation. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, that yeah. is the whole idea of having kids, you know, like to Yeah, to make a better person. Essentially like yeah, his dad was a bit of a dick in high school and everything, but he tried to become a better person. And mm. the best parts of him go into Harry. Yeah, mm. I, know, I just got a thing for bullies. I can't stand him. But anyway, that's yeah. well. Yeah, when I get into when I get into what Snape was like in school too, you might have. A oh yeah, opinion. I'm keen to I'm mm. keen to, to, to hear that. Voldemort waits. Harry appears from the trees, standing before him. Voldemort looks upon him. Hagrid, captured, screams out to him to leave. Voldemort addresses him. Harry Potter, the boy who lived, come to die. So good. Voldemort lifts his wand and shoots him. Oh, my God. It was fucking funny. It's like a I like that one too when all the Death Eaters are kind of like, holy shit, man, this kid he's is brave. Like he's yeah. actually come yeah. by himself. They're like, yeah, of course he wouldn't come. And then they're like, on his own, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, then Hagrid's face. Yeah. Harry, no. Yeah. Oh, it's so heartbreaking. The screen goes white. This scene's weird. I still always find this scene weird. It is odd, but yeah. yeah. Harry awakes in a sterile, white, luminescent train station. Underneath a public station bench lies the dying humanoid fetus of Voldemort, still covered in blood. So he's so that's his. He's basically stuck there in pain for the rest of his life. That's the part of Voldemort that was in Harry. That Avada Kedavra killed that. Yes. Right. So the idea is that it's okay. just a visual representation of a portion of Voldemort's soul, and it shows also how very disgusting and little and small of a thing he is mm. like he is a nothing yeah deep down what yeah. his soul is yeah that's what he looks like when he gets thrown in the um yeah the uh, cauldron in the dirty baby Goblet. thing yeah which mm. one i always wondered where did that come from that dirty baby thing it's what he it's what he turned into when he was the curse rebounded on him well is actually it? sorry that curse killed him 
Yeah. And then I can't I remember, the exact, I can't remember the exact details. I'll, I'll read it for the podcast we do next week. Sweet. But basically, that's what his Horcrux will form into, I assume. Because the parts yeah. of his soul, that's how he keeps living. Yeah. So he dies and then he just takes his Horcrux, his hawk, the part of his soul just forms again. But I'm wondering where, what Horcrux did that? Well, it's talked about in the book. I'll, I'll find this another one that for he next had week. There was another one that he had ready to get. Well, because that one's already ticked off the list. Yeah. Because they don't actually destroy seven throughout these movies. They destroy these, eight, don't they? I think they only destroy seven because Harry's the extra one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. But there was one that was already, already used up. There. That's yeah. already ticked off. Dumbledore tells Harry he can't help. And then he says, you wonderful boy. Yeah. <laughs> just saying he's so brave. He just tells you he's brave. I don't like the whole you wonderful boy line. Even I laughed in the cinemas and I remember all my mates laughed in the cinemas when that line came on. We just thought it was fucking weird. Um, It's funny we've all got, well, except you. You always have gripes about everything. But no, but my gripes are just, they're so minor to the the overrunning story that it doesn't change my score. No. Like it's, the things that that change my score are things like pacing or, or, you know, production design or writing or something yeah. like that. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. I see. I just don't get bothered by things like that. I just get bothered by stupidity. I can see. Armageddon, man. <laughs> yeah, I was going to mention that. Um, they walk together. <laughs> Harry asks uh, what that was. Dumbledore says it's a part of Voldemort sent to die. Harry asks where they are. Dumbledore asks the say. He says, Dumbledore says, I was asking myself the same question. Yeah. And he says, Harry says it's King's Cross Station. Uh, Dumbledore says that this is his party, quote unquote party. Mm. So it's kind of where you go before you die. I feel like the, the, the fact that it's King, King's Cross Station is kind of a metaphor for the fact that when Harry got there and went on Hogwarts Express, that was the birth of his new life mm. as a wizard, like finding himself. Yeah. And then now that this part of Voldemort has left him, it's like another new path kind of yeah. To, to me, this is very. It feels a lot like a, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, any back. classic hero story yeah. does have that. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely. It's very religious. It is very or, much yeah, that, so. Yeah. He is the one taken upon. Yeah. You know, it is they very much it. so. Matrix yeah. did it. He dies, comes know. back. Yep. A Christian yeah, viewpoint. Yeah. Dumbledore explains that moments ago, Voldemort killed the part of himself that lives within Harry and was the Horcrux he never meant to make. Harry asks if he has to go back and Dumbledore says, that's his choice. Mm. Uh, they're at a station. He may just so be able to board a train. He asks where it will take him, and Dumbledore says, "On." Mm. Yeah. Harry Harry says that Voldemort has the Elder Wand, and the Snake is still alive, and he has nothing to kill him with. And Dumbledore says the help will always be given at Hogwarts to those who ask for it. But then he rephrases his yeah, yeah. famous phrase. Yeah. Dumbledore says that words are powerful. He amends his statement to help will be given at Hogwarts to those who deserve it yes yeah so i read that as like he came back to life because they wanted him back oh that's just more just an overall statement no harry just came back to life because that he, he, didn't, he didn't die that part of voldemort died that's okay. why voldemort had to do it himself he could have went on he could have if he wanted to but he was he wasn't dead he, he, he wasn't ready to he had yeah. other things to do yeah he had, he had to kill nagini he had to kill voldemort yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he had to live a life. But yeah. that Harry wasn't the part, the part. It was just the part of Voldemort that was killed. Harry wasn't yeah. killed. Okay. He tells Harry, do not pity the dead, Wait, Harry. Just, just on that. Sorry. A dumb question. Mm. When I saw that, I didn't realize that that was just the Voldemort dying. Is that elaborated more in the books? I think it's pretty clear. I thought it was pretty clear. I didn't. Yeah. Because exactly he's underneath like- the seat. Voldemort's underneath the seat. And he literally says to him, 
He says... Yeah, Dumbledore says... Dumbledore says... That's the part of Voldemort. He explains a moment ago, Voldemort killed the part of himself that lives within Harry. Ah, oh, so he must have slipped me when I And was he was the horcrux he never meant to make. Okay, yeah. yep. So he does pretty much on Front Street tell me exactly what occurred. Yep. Right. They exposition it. Yeah. Uh, he tells Harry, do not pity the dead, Harry. Pity the living and above all those who live without love. Fantastic line. Mm. Uh, Harry says that it's a coincidence that Snape and his mother's Patronus were both a doe. And Dumbledore says it's not a coincidence at all. He tells Harry he'll be going and Harry asks first, is this real or just in my head? And Dumbledore says it's in your head, but doesn't mean it's not real. That that line where he says about curious that their Patronuses were the same, that's to me, that's Harry's way of saying to Dumbledore, I know everything now. Mm. Like I've been shown the memories. Yeah. 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 And Dumbledore's just kind of like, yep, yeah. good. Well, it's, it's funny because Dumbledore responds to shit like that. Mm. He likes his... Little puzzly fa- yeah. phrases, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah, like it just sort of leads him out to dry. You go, you like still with it, mate. I'm gone. You kind of got to get on Dumbledore's level, yeah. you yeah. know. Like yeah. uh, he disappears into the light. Yeah. Voldemort lays upon the ground. Uh, Bellatrix goes to help him. He tells her he doesn't need her help. Harry's body lays still. Yes, I got a question about this. Uh, Narcissa walks to Harry to check the body. She notices he's alive and whispers a question to him, asking if Draco is alive. See, I thought he was dead there still. Harry, he's he not dead. dead. I didn't see that. He goes, he moves, he goes very. Did he, he, I didn't even. Harry gives that. the subtlest nod. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I have to watch that again. Because all three of us were watching it, and well, not you guys, but at home, and it was like, well, he, he's no. He dead. goes like this. He goes no, no. literally does this, man. Look, he's like, yeah, he not good for a podcast, but he does yeah, do he this, does the nod. lightest fucking. Nod. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. uh, she turns and tells them he's dead. Uh, in Hogwarts, in Hogwarts. In Hogwarts, Rubble Neville finds the sorting the old sorting hat in the courtyard and notices a group in the distance. Then there's a little shimmer on his face. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. A little bit of like a <laughs> goes across his face. Upon the stone bridge, Hagrid walks holding Harry's lifeless body. Voldemort leads the way, smiling, Nagini at his feet. Ginny asks Neville who Hagrid is carrying in disbelief. The school all enter the courtyard. Voldemort tells them that Harry is dead. And now they should put faith in him. Harry Potter is dead. (laughs) (laughs) He does a ridiculous laugh and tells them to join them or die. Lucius begs Draco to come. He walks to his parents' side, but not before Voldemort gives him the most awkward hug in existence. (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) This is is Ralph Fiennes. Fucking chewing the scene. He's loving it. He's, he's dancing around. It's so moment. weird to see Voldemort in broad daylight. Yeah, it's odd. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you notice his cloak's grey? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Neville walks forward. They laugh at him. Neville says he would like to say something. He says that it doesn't matter that Harry's gone. People die all the time, but they live on in our memories. They will not die in vain. Neville pulls the sword of sorry, Gryffindor. I just, sorry, yeah. I just love that moment too when he goes, oh, I've got something to say and Voldemort does that like annoyed hand thing and he's like, yeah, like I'm yeah. sure we'd be very interested in what you have to say. Yeah, he's like, yeah. You're, you're ruining my moment. <laughs> 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 Neville pulls the sword of Gryffindor from the hat. Harry falls from Hagrid's arms alive. He shoots at Nagini and runs at Voldemort, lets some pot shots off towards him. Can I just jump in with the deleted scene I've been with? Right. Um, Yes. No official footage of that, this scene. Only in B-roll but from I behind this. the scenes. I know what you're going to You know the one I'm going to talk about? Yeah, yeah. So when, just bef- when Harry jumps off, Draco 
runs back to the order side oh. and throws his wand to Harry. Yeah. Wow. He does have a hero moment. Why didn't they leave that in? I guess they wanted to keep them running away from the fight. I don't know. It would have been cool. It is like a very like... Because you see Draco... Wait, is that in the book? I can't remember. We'll get to it, but we do see Draco later in the film and it's kind of weird to see him just chilling yeah. afterwards because it, it feels almost like the traitors around them. But they yeah, all kind the of station, understand. Yeah. They there's, understand more of a, there's more of a Harry and Draco don't hate each other anymore. It's more just like, yeah, what's going yeah. on? Yeah. yeah. Man, they um, should have left that in. I know. That's, okay. that's but frustrating. It does. Why did you tell me that for? <laughs> that's interesting. It's, it's ruined a part of the podcast. I know, but it's ruined it again. <laughs> Yeah, um, drop my score again. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Of that, yeah. <laughs> the Death Eaters start to disappear, and Voldemort is all flustered. They all run back into the castle. Voldemort and Nagini apparate away. I love how this is like he's going full power now. Yeah, like yeah. he's going like full, just find and kill. Yeah, Terminator. Voldemort and Nagini apparate away, and the Malfoys leave Hogwarts. Yeah, uh, right, right. the music disappears completely. Yeah. Harry faces Voldemort upon the Hogwarts stairs. A flurry of attacks that Harry blocks. They lock wands again and Nagini moves upon Harry's back. Collapsing the ceiling behind himself and Voldemort, Harry dons the basilisk fang in hopes to um, to kill Nagini. Uh, Voldemort apparates though and knocks Harry from the ledge. He drops the fang and Voldemort destroys it. Harry runs and Voldemort chases. A rock hits Nagini and she turns around to see Hermione stand at the bottom of the stairway. She continues to throw rocks at it. Neville wakes from a blast and picks up the sword. Uh, Harry and Voldemort fight atop the tower. Voldemort grabbing Harry with his black cloak. So cool. All the strands of the cloak come out and he's like holding him up. "Ah." That's a pretty good (laughs) fight scene. Yeah. Ron tries to come up behind Nagini, but she hears him and turns snapping a bite at Ron, who drops the other basilisk fang. Back in the Great Hall, Miss Weasley fights Bellatrix, getting the best of her, turning oh, her to yeah. dust, and all the while throwing shade, calling her a mad fucking bitch. Yeah. Actually, what, <laughs> what spell was that? What was that called? I don't know what it's called. Uh, it's a cool there's spell. a lot of spells out I there that are, didn't, you don't know. I didn't know there, there was, was so many spells, spells being people. thrown. Yeah. This one here like turned her to like dust. Like she went and yeah. then exploded. Mm. Yeah. Well, we know that people can sort of create because like Snape created like sept- sectum semper and things like that so there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of like stuff fluidity oh, yes I, think, yeah. I know snape um more than likely mvp but props to miss Weasley for this one she's just mm. fucking rad she gets a good moment yeah yeah so. back in the tower voldemort backhands harry <laughs> a couple times actually yeah, he just he just fucking like, pimp slaps you have we got has he done the choke with the robes yeah yeah, um, just, yeah he does that was that's the pretty one cool that part yeah <laughs> it's, it's a, just classic villain yeah, toying, oh no, just toying with the yeah. He yeah. kicks him in the gut. What the fuck's yeah, so going like, on? Just freaking kill him. Yeah. Harry tells Voldemort that he was uh, right when he was talking to Snape that the wand would always fail him. Harry says that the wand never belonged to Snape and that the allegiance was with someone else. I killed Snape. <laughs> Harry says, "Come on, Tom. I love oh, that. So Come good. on, Tom. Yeah. Let's finish this the way it start. Um, way way it started. Putting together." It down. Good. He grabs him and they fall from the castle walls. Together they fly, tearing and fighting each other before crashing into the courtyard. They both crawl for their wand and fire towards one another. Nagini, focused on Ron and Hermione as prey, trails behind them. Voldemort sheds a tear in pain. Nagini jumps on Ron and Hermione as Longbottom 
cuts the snake's head off, turning it into an ashy black cloud mm. and destroying yet another Horcrux. Oh, yes. Voldemort feels this loss and Harry notices. Harry pushes the fight. Uh, he disarms Voldemort and destroys him, turning his body to dust, dust in the morning Rebounds light. the killing curse on him. Mm. Different end in the book. I don't know if I said this before or not on the podcast. I probably didn't, but in the book, they're actually surrounded by everyone. When they mm. have their final yeah, fight. Yeah, they do. So yeah. it's actually like the full crowd watching Harry and Voldemort See, have this final that's what battle. that's I'm saying, man. It would have been so much better. He actually just, instead of uh, turning to dust, he just falls lifeless onto the floor, floor in a very yeah. unceremonious death. Oh, that would have been sick to see. This classic book better than a movie. <laughs> Annoying. Well, we already know that. I mean, like this book is like, but this why? is her magnum opus of the Potters and in my opinion. Apparently there's they do that? photos, I think I've seen them, of people around them. When yeah, there was. Yeah. It would have been so but much No, better. there was a... Re- do you know what? Do you know why they changed it? Actually, I remember it now. It was... um, oh, It was to do with... See, that was his fanfare death, moment. The death of Osama bin Laden or something like that. And it was too similar to something. Oh, so she changed oh. it. Oh, no, no, no. no, no they, yeah, they, it was too similar to the death of someone. Some something that happened in the world well, at the time. That's weird. Oh, because they, like they sent him off in a coffin to the ocean. Something like that. Well, yeah, I'm not apparently. sure. Um. Back in the Great Hall, if you, if you believe in conspiracies, they all talk happily at rest. Harry hugs Hagrid, and uh, Filch gets to work cleaning. Like yeah. they show him straight the background, up, he's like, away. "Fuck!" Oh, no, and he's just cleaning the Hogwarts. And then when Harry walks in, the Slughorn goes, "Harry!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, he's having tea and shit. The trio meet up and go for a walk along the Stone Bridge. Harry looks out. Hermione asks why the wand didn't work for him. Harry said it belonged to someone else. And remember what we said to you then. We were like, yes. remember this part in, in the tower. Remember this part in yeah. Yeah. in uh, the Malfoy Manor. Yeah. Draco, Draco disarmed yeah. Dumbledore in the Astronomy Tower the night of his death. And Harry disarmed Draco at the Malfoy Manor. Yeah. So the power belonged to Harry. The other one. Harry looks down at the wand and he's like, I had it. Ron asks what they should do with it. Harry takes it and breaks it in half. The other two watch on in amazement but understanding. Now, just uh, if you look at the wide shot of this, yeah. Harry's like two centimeters away from the edge. There was a bit of a gust of wind. Yeah. He's pretty He's pretty close <laughs> to the edge, I got to admit. Yeah, yeah even I'm like... Man, like, that's hectic. Who's going to do that? I guess this kid's gone through enough shit where he's like, oh. I'm not scared of the... Oh, he's drunk on power. He's, he's just killed Voldemort. He don't care. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, I'm not going to fucking die. stop him. Oh, man. Um, he just on, literally just had an Avada Kedavra shot and he didn't die. He's like, yeah. I know. Well, a little fun fact about this scene. He actually uses the Elder Wand to fix his wand in the book. That's right, yeah. And he fixed because it's the only wand in existence that can actually fix other wands. See, man, this is he this then, is ruining a movie for me. He eh? then takes the elder wand, yeah, and places it back into the grave of Dumbledore. Oh man! And he says that I wish to die like a normal man, mm. and the wand slowly over time decreases in power without any mask. Oh man, that's incredible! And that's in the book. And it's in the book. The two approach Harry. They oh, all man. hold hands for the moment, looking on what? quietly. The book's like way better. That's a lot. That's a lot to Daniel, explain. You can't hear book stuff and then give the movie a lot. You have to give the movie a score for being the movie. I am. I'm going to give it a score for what it is. <laughs> but just so frustrating. Uh, Nineteen years later, they look fucking weird. Let's just face yeah, it. It, hasn't it, held it, up well, it doesn't hold up. They look yeah. like um, Emma Watson just looks normal. Yeah. Yeah. Do they look like? Which you is know, probably what she's going to look like yeah. in nineteen years anyway. You know, Winter Soldier <laughs> when Chris Pine. 
was like a oh yeah a, a skinny version. Chris Evans. Even was, oh, Chris Evans. Sorry, yeah. It just he looked even like looked a little better than that. They look like uh, corpses. What was that? First it's Avenger was the same year as this movie, wasn't it? Which one? First Avenger, same year or year after? I'm color. not sure. I think it was the same, either same or year after. Yeah, yeah. close. At King's Cross Station, two young boys and a girl walk the station. They get to a wall. The eldest boy passes through. The younger one hesitant. An older Harry approaches from behind and tells his son they will go in together. They run at the wall and enter the platform to the Hogwarts Express. Draco says goodbye to his boy as he enters the train. Hermione and Ron say goodbye to their daughter. And Harry, Ginny and the kids approach. The youngest boy takes a knee to tie his shoelaces and Harry lags behind with him. The boy asks... This is a cool moment. What if I get put in Slytherin? Mm. Harry says... Albus Severus Potter. Wow. You were named after two headmasters of Hogwarts, and one of them was a Slytherin. He tells his boy that the Sorting Hat also takes his choice into account, though. The conductor calls the whistle to board. Ready, Albus enters the train car to sit with his friends. A chocolate frog hangs upon the window of the carriage. Very nostalgic. Which they say, there's a moment at the end where they're like, this is bullshit. I know this is bullshit, but there's a moment where they say the chocolate frog flew out the window in the first book, mm. and this one here re-enters the window. Yeah, and they're saying, is it the same chocolate frog? But I don't think it is. No, because no, don't they open it up in the thing? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. Do they open they it up? But it this up. one comes from outside into the window. But if they say in the first one that usually they only have one or two good jumps, jumps in them before in they stop. So yeah, I, geez, that thing's been be. living a long time. <laughs> yeah. Time, yeah. <laughs> Um, it, was just, it was just a visual metaphor yeah, for like really yeah, that's yeah, all it was yeah. but there's people on the internet that like to take things too far yeah. um, <laughs> the trio look on as their children take the Hogwarts Express on platform nine and three quarters to their school and into their next story yeah. credits on Harry Potter we've done it guys <sighs> Harry Potter all eight movies completed reviewed that was a fucking mission what do you mean it was good? It was good fun. No, nah, it was good. I'm you, saying it was a mission. Mate, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> do you know what? No, you, why it's a I mission? Think, because I, think, I wanted to watch them all in one go and oh, I wasn't okay, allowed right. to. That's well, why I, it's a I think I think that you come out with this being negative about it, but you no. you you personally you personally are very happy you did all this. Yes, they're great movies. All right, let's move straight into the facts. Or do you want me to do this chapter first? I think you should do the chapter first. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Let's get yeah. straight into the chapter. Right, so this is in the book, the Snape backstory, the pensive, has a whole chapter in itself. Yeah. Uh, so which is the last one or the second last book? The There's last a last book. book. The okay. Definitely Hallows. Okay. I just want to say because you, you just watched it. You just watched it. There's heaps of stuff that I don't know from the books. It's a good question. This is, this is well known for being in the circle of Potters. This is their favorite um, chapter. Yeah. And forgive me, of anyone any that's book. listening, if I gloss over stuff that you liked more. But there is a lot more in his memories than what's shown in the There's movie. a ton. Yeah. So basically, the, the way they meet is quite similar. Mm. Lily and Snape. It's called The Prince's Tale to this chapter. Yes. Similar. There's more. The Prince's Tale. Yes, because yeah, okay. he's the half-blood yeah, prince. prince. Yeah, yeah. Um, Petunia. There's more shown between Petunia and Lily. Being, yes. Petunia being jealous. To the point where she even wrote a letter to the headmaster of Hogwarts requesting to go to Hogwarts as well. But she mm. couldn't be accepted because she's not of magical Descent. gifts. Yeah. So that goes into a bit more of where Petunia's resentment of Harry comes from yeah. as well. Why she treats him the way she does. It's important. Yeah. 
Um, there's a lot more between Lily and Snake. They hang out a lot more before they go to school. Yeah. And it's it's um suggested that, well, not even suggested, it's flat out told to us that Snape comes from a broken home where his parents fight all the time. Mm. So he doesn't have a lot of love mm. coming from his family. Straight That's, up, Snape had the worst fucking life. Yeah. Like, just not good. No. It's but he makes, he makes some bad choices along the way. Yes. Um, they go they go to Hogwarts and they're sorted. She's sorted into Gryffindor and he's sorted into Slytherin. But before, when they're on the train, they actually sit in the same carriage as James and Sirius when they first sit down. Mm-hmm. James and Sirius are just kind of like, they're just boys. Mm-hmm. And Snape makes a remark that he doesn't want to be in Gryffindor because he'd rather have brains than brawn, which gets him off on the wrong foot with mm. Sirius and James straight up because that's the first time Sirius and James have met as well. So there's already yeah. a little chasm forming. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, they, they're at odds all through school. And I've actually just finished the Prisoner of Azkaban book and I've learned about the what happened in that book that makes Snape hate them so much. But basically, yeah. Lupin used to go to the Shrieking Shack mm-hmm. when yeah. he transformed as a werewolf to hide. Yeah. And the other two, the other three... Learned how to become animaguses yep. to calm him down. I think I went over that and think yep, but that, yep. that was their little thing that they would do, and they would they would transform with him, and he wouldn't harm anyone. He would just hang around them. But yeah. they did it for him, you know. That was like showing how good and friends why, they were. Yeah. What's his name? Pettigrew can turn into a rat. Yeah, but Pettigrew yeah. had to have them help him because it's really hard to change into an animal. Right. And everyone says okay. it's so incredible that James and Sirius were able to do, do it. it. Mm. As ah. Students. Sirius fully hates Snape at this point because Snape is hanging around some people at school that are on their way to becoming Death Eaters. Voldemort's already rising up to power. Wow. And Snape is following his tenants closely. Mm. And he's hanging around some dark magic users and Snape's using dark magic. So in other words, that's why he's like, I don't like this fucking guy because he's shady. Yeah. And he's also also always trying to get them in trouble for sneaking out to the Shrieking Chack and he's trying to figure out what's going on. But he doesn't know where they're going. The fucking Tattletoes are So Sirius, Sirius, (laughs) Sirius tricks him and tells him, oh, go to the Shrieking Shack. But Lupin's a werewolf. Ah. James finds out that you sent him there, stops him and saves his life. So, Mm. but that's where you get... And he doesn't like that he... Yeah, both sides, yeah. He doesn't like that he... he, um, he owes James. Yes, he doesn't like he that. He fucking Because hates James that. was not good to him. No. None of them have been good to each other. That's the most no. important thing to learn. Yeah. They were all yeah. shitty with one another. Yeah. And we have that we have that memory when he James lifted Snape up and pulled down his pants in front of everyone. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Lily approaches Snape after. And um she actually at this point doesn't like James either. She says he's an arrogant toe rag, is the mm. exact phrase that she uses. Quite unquote. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um she goes up to comfort Snake after that moment. He lashes out and calls her a mudblood. Oh, yeah. That'll do it. And that's the end of their <laughs> friendship. Closeness. Right. Yeah. She basically outright goes, I don't even know why I'm protecting you anymore. Everyone knows you're going to become a Death Eater. Mm. No one in school wants Once. anything to do with you. And now you've just, you you, you hate other mudbloods. So why am I any different? Mm. You've just mm. called me it. And he's heartbroken. Mm. Yeah. But that's like, that's what severs their friendship. Uh, Snape is actually the one that overheard the prophecy that Trelawney gave to Dumbledore. Right. And told... Um, Voldemort. Voldemort, which actually sets the events of the story In into play. place. Wow. <sighs> After he tells Voldemort, that's when he finds out that Voldemort thinks it's Harry Potter. Mm. He um, That scene, 
when he says, don't kill me to Dumbledore, it's actually Dumbledore apparates and disarms Snape straight away. Yeah. And says, what message does Voldemort have to me? So obviously there's a bit mm. of... Um, Tension? <laughs> well, messages going back and forth between Dumbledore and Voldemort about mm. trying to cut deals or, you know, this battle will take place mm. here sort of thing. Mm. Um, it's very Game of Thrones-ish, isn't yes. it? Yes. And Snape's, Snape says, I'm not here with a message. I'm here for help. And he asks Dumbledore to protect Lily. Dumbledore yeah. says, you're fucking selfish. You just want Lily to be saved. What about a newborn son? What about James? Yeah. You know, James saved your life. And he's like, he only saved my life because he, like, you know, like was part of a bullying prank on me or whatever. And then Dumbledore's just like still like, he you're a terrible him. person if you if the only thing you want is just something for your own benefit. Mm. And that's when he goes, fine, protect them all. And um, that's when they put their faith in Peter Pettigrew, mm. who actually I've learned now what happened was they were put under this charm, a protection charm where no one can find them except you have to tell one person has to know about it. Right. And they were going to make it serious to be their secret keeper. But at the last minute, Sirius went, no, make it Pettigrew because everyone will know it's me because I'm your best friend. Right. And that's how it fucked up. He, he, they didn't know he was a spy for Voldemort and he was the uh, one that told Dobb to me. Okay. Um, then we see more Dumbledore asking to watch over Harry during like all the books. So we see little yep. snippets of all the things. And then there's actually more talk of his dark mark tattoo okay getting darker during the goblet of fire events and he's telling dumbledore kakarov you know kakarov yeah he's like he's he's getting darker too yeah and voldemort and dumbledore says well kakarov go back to him and snape says no he's betrayed him too much he's gonna run yeah if it happens and dumbledore says are you gonna run and snape goes no you know i'm gonna be here with you stand by you and then dumbledore Mm -hmm. says you are one of the bravest men i've ever met and i wonder if we saw it too soon Mm. is that to snape yeah Mm. And then, mm. um, then we see all the stuff with the withering hand from Dumbledore, and he actually got that because he put the ring on and it cursed him. Mm. And he says, Snape says, "Why did you put it on?" And he <laughs> says, "I was tempted." And he goes, "By what?" And he goes, "I don't, I can't tell you." But obviously, he was tempted oh. by the evil in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that actually has the resurrection stone on it. That ring it does. Too. Yeah, it does. Because yeah. well, that's he plucks it from the ring. Yes. And then, because one of the the Peveril brothers was, um, the uh, the grandfather, Tom Riddle's uncle, yeah. was the uh, was from the line of the Peveril brothers. Yeah, and right. when he killed his uncle, Morphin's his auntie, his name. Yeah. yeah, he ended up taking the ring from him, and that was one of the yeah in the resurrection stone. Um, so yeah, Snape basically in the book, Snape's a lot more frantic in this scene because he's this Dumbledore's his mentor and he's yeah dying. And yeah, you can only give him a year. Yeah, of life by stemming this curse. Yeah, that's when Dumbledore basically says, uh, "You know, we know that Malfoy task. has been tasked to kill me. Mm. You have to do it. Yeah. He's not going to be able to do it." Mm. And then Snape goes, "You know, but he's been, you know, he's been appointed. He'll be able to do it." And Dumbledore goes, "We know that Voldemort's doing is this isn't said in the movie. We know Voldemort has appointed him because he won't be able to do it, and he will then be able to punish the Malfoy family further. Like it's punishment uh. for Lucius getting locked away. Yeah, just torture." And then Dumbledore basically says, I'd rather a quick death from you than a painful one at the hands of this curse or Greyback or Bellatrix. Fair enough. Just a question. Draco's mum, how she made that pact with... Snape. Was that in the book? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, Narcissa. The Unbreakable Vow. So basically, that's how that... That's It's more of like a... And Snape is like, okay, like when you put it that way. Um, Then it shows more stuff of, you know, Snape saying that Harry's like his father, arrogant and all that stuff. Dumbledore actually says, you expect Harry to be like James because he looks so much like him. But Mm. I actually think he has more qualities of his mother. He's a very caring Mm. and mild-mannered young boy. Yeah. Um, and that Snape is just holding holding on to his schoolboy grudge mm-hmm. yeah. into his adult life and hasn't let it go. Um, and the reason that Dumbledore has given Harry free reign in all of his adventures throughout school is because it was essential that Harry build the strength and courage he needed to be able to face Voldemort when the time came. Yeah, because we all know that, like we said it in like the first episode, yeah. we're like... Yeah. This would be the worst child to see run around. Like yeah. you'd be like, "Fuck, they're up to something again." Yeah. 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 So, yeah. But that's why Dumbledore has let him do it and let him figure things out for himself. Yes. Even like so far as like you know, when he goes into the Chamber of Secrets, Secrets. it's all character building. Yeah. Um, and it's more it's more said that like, and Dumbledore also says, "When you kill me, mm. you need to play your part Afterwards. and keep Hogwarts safe from the Carrows because mm. they'll be the ones taking over and kill them." Yeah, and then. It's actually, I want to read more about this for the episode next week, but then the um, Dumbledore's portrait in the office, because all the headmasters mm-hmm. have portraits in the mm-hmm. office, actually communicates with Snape a lot. Yeah, it does. Memories. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. So yeah. I, I just want to read about how much it's actually, is it just like a fragment of them or is it their full consciousness that goes into these paintings? That like, I don't know. I think I it's more so a a way for the other headmasters to find their own path yeah so i don't think a lot of the time i don't think it's the actual headmasters it's more so the um their own self yeah figuring things out with the words of wisdom of others yeah right you know what i mean like it it's a really weird thing to think of if i remember that's what it's like but we can look into that for next week um but so and obviously i'm not i'm gloss i'm sort of glossing over the things that we were showing in the movie but we do get the Patronus thing, and yep. the always comment is in the book as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's Dumbledore's portrait that tells him to give Voldemort the correct information of Harry when he escapes from Pri- Privet Drive that night. The correct information of Harry. Yeah, when they get him out, when they all put the polyjuice, they all drink. Really? The potion. Dumbledore says you have to tell Voldemort the real location plan because that then he he will, will trust, trust you. you. Ah, okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, and actually what happens in the book with, is it George's ear or Fred's ear that gets cut off? Um, I think it's George. I think the one that um, passes away. Is the one. What actually happens there is Snape's in that battle. Yeah. When they come. He's part of the Death Eater crew. And one of the Death Eaters is going to throw a killing curse at Lupin. Mm. And Snape goes to use Sectum Sempra on his hand, but the curse misses and cuts George, cuts his ear off. Wow. Well, they do say there's a there's a thing a theory that the final Death Eater that's after Harry and kills Hedwig is Snape. Yeah, right. And he kills Hedwig because he knew that he would give away Harry, but it was too late. Yeah, right. And that Snape was could be true. The one, but, yeah, so and that's, that's what, why yeah. he stopped as well. Yeah. So that's what happens in the book. Yeah, um, is that he, yeah. he's the one to cut off the ear, and then the final one is um, Dumbledore. The portrait again discussing snape actually has um one of the portraits there must be a fragment or something of a portrait in hermione's bag 
in the book. I can't remember exactly. Right. Whose who's portrait? Dumbledore. One of the ones in the oh. headmaster's office. Yep. And the portrait comes back. And you know how in the movie she says, Harry says, where are we? And she says, Forest of Dean. Is it ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. He comes back and he says, they're in the Forest of Dean. That's why uh, it's referenced. Right. And then Dumbledore's, that's por- Dumbledore's portrait says, excellent. He goes, Snape, you know what to do. And then, and then Snape yeah. goes, yep. And then Dumbledore goes, you have to make sure that he finds it um, in an act of courage and need and he can't see you. Snape says, don't worry, I have a plan. Mm. Oh. Patronus, yeah, let's see. the sword yeah. in the water. Okay, and gotcha. the memory ends. Beautiful. Uh, so there's the things that were left out. Yeah, All connective tissue. Yeah. It's frustrating. Well, it's good that I know it, but I reckon there'd be a shitload of people that don't know the whole backstory. Nah, there would be a lot that wouldn't know it. That's what I'm saying. Right. There'd be heaps. But that's what we're here for. Right. <laughs> Tell people that backstory. That's it, man. Makes Straight sense into the now. facts. Yep. Here's the facts. Someone. Facts. Factoids, factoids, giving you these factoids. Put it in a rap, boys. Something with some crap noise. I'll take it. <laughs> Emma Watson and Rupert, uh, Rupert Grint have stated in several separate interviews that their filming, their much-awaited on-screen kiss was extremely awkward because they saw each other as brother or sister. It took only six takes to complete, whereas the kiss between Harry and Ginny took a 10. Ron and Lavender, 15. And Harry and Cho, over 30 takes. Wow. <laughs> Feck. In every shot in which Voldemort and Bellatrix Lestrange appeared together she always moved so that she was on his right side to traditionally be on as the right hand follower Hmm. when harry goes into the room of requirements in the bottom left hand corner there is the knight that ron rides from the harry potter and the sorcerer's stone also present are the cornish pixies let loose by gilderoy the set is made entirely out of props from all the movies around 72 containers of props Harry's lightning bolt scar was applied by makeup teams approximately 5,800 times by the end of the filming franchises. <laughs> Only 2,000 of them were actually Daniel Radcliffe. The rest were stunt doubles. Hmm. Yeah. Every wand in the film franchise was created on site. They are all, even the extras, have their own specific ones. They're all different. Every single fucking Crazy. one. No ones were alike. Most of the events in the movie, from the raid on Gringotts to the Battle of Hogwarts, take place over the course of only one day. Mm. 210,000 coins were made for the Gringotts bank scene. Shit. Neville has that relationship. So from here on, I got a lot of like that backstory stuff. Neville has the relationship with Luna, Lovegood, and was created especially for the movie. But uh, JK revealed that Neville and Luna married different people long um, after the the final movie came out, mm-hmm. and she later described it was just a brief summer fling. Good because it's cra- It's ridiculous it's that everyone would just weird. get together with their high school sweetheart. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. happen. Um, before they both found they did not belong with each other. Here we go. This is a cool one. The House of Black is one of the largest wizard families in the wizard world, although it is extinct to the male line meaning that essentially nobody bears the surname anymore. Many characters in the movie are connected to the family. Uh, Sirius Black returns for one scene, two of, the, two of his cousins, Bellatrix and Narcissa, and thus by extension Draco as well. Nymphadora Tonks is the daughter of Andromeda Black, 
Caladora Black married Harfang Longbottom, grandfather of Neville Longbottom. Doria Black married Charles Potter, making James and Harry uh, members of that family as well. Ironically, Cedrella Black married Septimus Weasley, making the Weasley and Black clans who loathe each other's family as well. Mm. So you go. I really like that one. Um, set the record for the highest grossing opening weekend at 169 million. And just before that, it was The Dark Knight at 158 million. It was trumped by Avengers, which learnt, earned 207 million. It's massive. <laughs> it's crazy. crazy. Six of the eight Harry Potter movies have been nominated for Oscars totaling 12 nominations in the franchise and never won one of them. Five 29-ton trucks worth of polystyrene rubble were used in the end destructive scene. It's a fuckload of rubble. So Harry Potter's son, Albus Severus, was sorted into... Slytherin. Slytherin. Mm. That's what the Cursed Child's all about. Yeah. Oh, and... have you read that? No. I've it's... just read the synopsis. It's a screenplay, isn't it? Is that what uh, it the Cursed Child, yeah, yeah. I read the book. It sucked. Really? Did not like it at all. It brings in Voldemort's daughter or something. Mm. It was not good. Can we talk about that next week? I would have to reread it. Oh, okay. A long oh, book. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> we can. I can have was, a crack. When was that released? A couple of years ago, wasn't it? Uh, would have been. Would have been, been like six. Six. Yeah, six years ago. Yeah, oh, wow. six years ago. Because it was on. Um, it was on broad. It was on uh, London stage when i was there yeah. so it was 2014 well, okay he was sorted in that house along with scorpius malfoy the son of draco yeah. an estimated average of 5,000 feet of film was shot and printed each day harry potter's uh, movies grossed over 1 billion worldwide the closest of any previous installment got to the milestone was the first film at 975 million so this movie got 1 billion worldwide and the first one got close oh. to it yeah mm. Uh, Rowling joked in an interview that Rickman would often gloat that he knew more than the other actors. He'd go around the thing going like, I fucking know more than you guys, eh? <laughs> Sucked in. Uh, the filmmakers wanted Voldemort's appearance to change subtly. And that's where he increasingly becomes hollow-eyed and develops small lesions on his skin. At the end of the movie, Harry has two sons and a daughter. So there's Albus Severus Potter, we know, James Sirius Potter, and Lily Luna Potter. Uh, after Voldemort killed Harry as a Horcrux, Harry lost the ability to speak parcel tongue completely. Yeah. And finally, the final fact: according to J.K. Rowling, Neville Longbottom marries Hannah Abbott and becomes a herbology teacher at Hogwarts. Mm. His parents, Frank and Alice, however, unfortunately, never recover from their affliction and spend the rest of their days in the hospital. Yeah. Mm. Final thoughts, guys. Declan, you go for this one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, like a, it's it's very good. It's a very good ending, and um, like I said, I think the the theme of passing on the best parts of yourself to the next generation have come mm. through the most strong in this one. Definitely, does. and present themselves when that resurrection stone scene. I think that's mm. a very nice scene that really could have not worked. It could have been horrible, but it just all the build up and it's just such a good emotional payoff for Harry after all the. Well, after all the time a good payoff that even Dumbledore sets up mm. the fact that he's gone out there and been like hey I know that he's going to need this at the time of his mm. death yeah he knew already that mm. he's going to need it it's a very cool I just had a weird thought you know when Superman goes to his fortress of solitude yeah sort of similar don't you reckon ghost appearing yeah oh yeah, yeah yeah I get it yeah. I get it it's, well, it's, it's pretty uh, cool it's like a 
a guidance yeah for the moment mm. a and also like a form of um acceptance yeah as well yeah um so so what do you reckon Declan? so it's good so good and I'll so pop up above order in my ranking yeah above order so order was five wasn't it yeah so you're putting order back are you putting this above are you putting order above this one and then or below this one and then are you putting Deathly Hallows Part 1 above it as well or just this movie is going a swapping with order no Part 1 stays where it is okay so actually put it above Half-Blood yeah. put it what above like Half-Blood put, put Part 2 above Half-Blood and all the rest just push it down put Part 2 where's Half-Blood in my ranking Half-Blood is Three. at 4 so put Deathly Hallows Part 2 at because order is, uh, oh no, Half Blood's at three. Yeah, three. So Half put Blood's. that at three. Deathly Hallows at three, and yeah. push everything back. Yeah. All right. He's he's got him as HP one, HP two. He's, that's why he's getting confused. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> confuses me. So like, which one's that one? <laughs> it's kind of hard to. So we go eight, and then this one here goes. Uh, uh, Seven is it? Nah. Then it goes. Behind order, uh, orders five, and then six. So we have listed for Declan. Number one, Harry Potter four, Goblet of Fire. Number two, uh, the Prisoner of Azkaban. Number three, Deathly Hallows Part two. Number four, Half Blood Prince. Number five, Order of the Phoenix. Number six, Deathly Hallows Part one. Number seven and number eight, respectively. Death, uh, Philosopher's Stone and Chamber of Secrets. Yes. Okay. The running list. Dan, your final thoughts. Uh, on this movie, yeah, I think it's one of the one of the better ones. Um, I really like how, you know, every, it's the last movie, everything leads up to this one battle, uh, you know, seeing Hogwarts getting destroyed. I oh, know it sounds bad. I love seeing the Dementors at the beginning, just, you know. The, the ho- around Hogwarts. Yeah, that was a freaking sick scene. Sick moment. Uh, you know, I'm a sucker for battle, so I really enjoyed this one. Um, a few things, as you know, if you listen to the whole thing that, you know, had issues with. But, man, only small. Uh, yeah, man, I'm giving this an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. Yep. Wonderful. So what's my order? Oh, you don't. Well, you do have an order, I guess, but it's a lot of the same at the same level. So there's Goblet of Fire at number one. Why don't you just do your ranking next week on the? Oh, we can do that. Yeah, we can yeah, do the final, yeah, yeah, fill it up, yeah. final thing, and I can even amalgamate your scores if you want. Yeah, be good into one thing. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, I really like this one, but the funny thing is, I can't have trouble detaching it from part one. I, I really feel like because it ends on such a same note as. The ending of part one, like it literally ends on the same scene. Yeah, I've never had a problem. I'd see them as completely different films. See, I can't. I, yeah. well, how do you how do you relate to part one? Death of Hell is part one. Oh, he said the first like Philosopher's Stone. No, no, I, I have trouble uh, pulling it away from Deathly Hell is part one. Oh. I almost feel like I'd like to watch a cut where it's one long film. You know what I mean? I'd like there. to watch. It would have been cool. I know I've been spoiled in this podcast, but it would have been cool. Like I said before. Because there is a lot of lengthy time in part one. It would have been cool to have some more of that 
book backstory in there. That's what I was saying last One week. Way, yeah. Yeah, it would have been that man to have that. that this would have been an unstoppable. Well, it is a franchise. Would have been much more powerful. Cut a bit of Ron getting pissy. <laughs> <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I but I really enjoyed it and yeah, it was fun. Uh yeah, I I think that this is in the top ones. I liked it more than it's funny, they pro- progressively I've enjoyed them each more each every week almost. Yeah. And I think that this is gonna jump up real high. Now I fuck my scores up. I don't know. Do you guys want me to do, yeah, do my it. new scores? Do them next, next week. For next so week. I'll do. I'll put this on my old score then. So my old score for this one would be uh, eight point two five for for this one here. Yeah. yeah. Because I had three other two point five point two fives and it fit nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do do a complete new score set and a full list of of the way I like like. From start to end, the ones that I like. Yeah, but this one here, I'm giving it an eight point two five. And I will actually, I'll rate the whole lot as one. Yeah, we'll do that next yeah. week. Yeah. All right, that's it, guys. We have done Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two. I'm going to bed. You've been listening to Spoil Radio. I'm Reese. I'm Dan. Harry Potter's alive. I'm Declan. And you have a good week. Respect. Bye.